Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Matt and Matt and Matt and Adventure has a name, and it's Indiana Jonesing. Scoopy Dow, Matt and Matt are here with Paul. Indiana for us all. Wow, I'm Matt Gorley. I'm Matt Myra, and I'm Paul Russ. Oh my gosh. And this is Indiana Jonesing. Man, how long has this been promised to, and I'm not exaggerating here, the world? 2017. I looked it up. Wow. Yeah. Okay. I was like, when when did we talk about this? This is, as far as I'm concerned, the punchline to our setup in 2017. The show is now Indiana Jonesing. Paul's here. Yeah. We're going to talk into Oh, boy. Boy, my heart hasn't raced like this since uh, I've gone to the depths of Pancock Palace. (laughs) (laughs) I hope that is one of, let's say, 83 of those, and I'm not even joking. Let's go. Okay. Terrible. Uh, Uh, How many film franchises are there that are named after a person that you can also turn into a gerund that fits the name of a podcast, like James Bonding, Indiana Jonesing, what, Jack Reaching? I don't think so. I mean, it is reaching to do a podcast about Jack Reaching. (laughs) That's for sure. And it's reaching to think you're going to have any listeners. (laughs) Oh, well, as long as we're talking about James Bonding, let me must say, from my point of view, guys, I am a massive James Bonding fan. It's how I fell in love with both of you as podcasters. And then I went, and you know, as you do, you, you fall in love with a musician's work. So you go and you seek out their other albums. So I did that too. So it got me into your other shit. Yeah. Uh, and then you but, found your way into the band. Yeah. Yeah. Somehow Pretty I slight. showed up at rehearsal one time holding a, a keytar. We need like, a keytar on this. Hey. hey, can I plug in? Dudes? This is a podcast, dude. Why do you have a keytar? You're in. So the rest of the podcast will be me playing a keytar. This yeah. is, uh, it's, it's, it's really nice to finally, I was, I looked at the calendar. When did I say this to you? In December? Yeah, well, we were talking because you and I were getting the James Bonding archives back, back. for our yes. own. Now that, that they're out free. Yeah. Enjoy all the entire library of James Bonding, everyone, mm. as oh, it releases. It's the best. Yeah. Um, but I, yeah, I had the new, I had just seen the trailer for Dial of Destiny. Yeah. And I was like, oh, 
I don't know about this, <laughs> but I'm excited. Yeah. <laughs> How are we going to do this in time for that movie? I was like, if we start in February, we're good. Once a month. Once a month. We talk yeah. about each movie. Uh, we perfect. go see Dial of Destiny and we talk about it. Oh, I think we've even best. got a month buffer if you think about it, because February, March, April, May, but it actually comes out June 30th. So that's oh, really that's entire, July, because right. we probably won't be able young to record Young Indiana Jones, the entire July. series. Just do our recap, yeah. Yeah, we Indiana do the Jones entire Young Indiana. Indiana Jones Chronicles. Oh my God. <laughs> and all the like, choose your own adventure and books. And the video mm-hmm. games. It's going to yeah. be great. Wow. <laughs> that one trading cards. <laughs> trading cards. So when do we want this to come out? We don't even know. I mean, I feel like it comes out uh, right soon? now. It's soon. being live cast. Yeah. Yes, oh is. boy. Yes, it is. No, like... there's a live audience outside. Oh, that's <laughs> wow. That's about yeah. right. They're that's watching a closed be. circuit television. They're pumped. Oh, Mom Shiva. Uh, Rusty, save it for the Temple of Doom episode. <laughs> Dipping into the Doom references that when we're feels, here for Raiders. It feels like, Paul, you're <laughs> you're you're a doomhead. I'm a bit of a doomhead. I'm a bit of a doomhead. You too, huh? Yeah. I mean, oh. which is not to say I'm not a, a Raiders uh, face. You're looking at a longtime crusader. Yeah. I love it. And I, I love that about you. I had yeah. to get there. I was yeah. like, this is this Wait a minute. Is let's let's get this. Are you Doom over Raiders or are you Raiders over Doom, Paul? I am a Doom head, but let it be known. I am a Raiders a rampant Raider. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> me too. Raider. Me too. Um, I think quality wise, like top to bottom Raiders is the high water mark. It's unassailable even just as a movie outside of the franchise. It's right. like Casino Royale to mm-hmm. me. It, it's perfect film. Should we yeah. talk about how the three boys saw it together? <laughs> yes, we should. <laughs> on a Take us through with it. With Paul's in-laws. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Uh, if it if an adventure has a name, it's <laughs> Mr. and Mrs. Arfin. Uh, Tell us what you mean. Well, no. So you yeah. uh, came across that there was going to be a screening uh, of Raiders of the Lost Ark. This really feels like our dial of destiny. To That's be doing right. true. I mean, I mean suddenly Glendale's showing this at like... A Sunday night for $6? Look Cinema Glendale, $6 Sunday night. It's one of those lie-down theaters where you can just get a oh, full it buffet. It's welcomed and okay if people are a little rambunctious. Like when when that's permissible, then I'm open for it. Yeah, it's just yeah. when there's unclear guidelines right. about whether people should shut the fuck up or <laughs> exactly. not. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I loved the vibe there. And so also, as I found out, no trailers. Right. Yeah. So, so if you, I like that. If I didn't too. know, five minutes late. Sorry, guys. <laughs> I, think, I think you know that we, I didn't even need to see this movie again, truth be told. This right. is probably one of the movies I've seen the most in my life. In, uh, well, uh, well, I want to ask what, mm-hmm. you, what you saw in theaters and, but before. Yeah. Uh, so you got the tickets. We came. We converged we, in we, the Armenian capital of the world, Glendale, mm-hmm. California. Mm-hmm. I love it. We get, oh, it's a shopping destination as well as the a destination whole film for entertainment. was dubbed in Armenian. <laughs> it was wild. It was wild. Yeah, uh, it was a it was a really kind of perfect evening uh, with a, a perfect uh, movie. Yeah, like it getting to watch it with the three of you and hear us laugh at certain parts or enjoy certain parts yes. together was yeah. really fun. And then also. Uh, people around us just getting people hearing people react to Raiders Lost. It's always interesting cool. when you haven't seen a movie in a theater for a long time. You sort of forget like what 
what tickled everybody yeah. and yeah. what was funny. Yeah. You know, sometimes you've, you've, you've watched parts so many times that you no longer really have a reaction to it. Yeah. Right? But then someone starts laughing. You're like, oh, that is hilarious. Like my man, uh, my man Myra over here laughed at that guy leaving the apple <laughs> on the on yes. Indies. Yeah, we'll them. get to that because you pointed out something I've never caught before. So remember that. Yeah, I will. I will. Yeah. I didn't catch it until that screening. Yeah, there were a couple things because I haven't seen this on the big screen since. Mm, well, so this came out in 81, mm-hmm. right? Yes. Yeah. 81. Nineteen eighty-one. Siri, are are you on this podcast or what? Start listening. Oh my god, we haven't even introduced Siri. She's so rude. Yeah. Uh, Siri, and then, take a breather. Yes, it May or June eighty-one. It came out. I, uh, I think it was May, right? Because they always come out on Memorial Day weekend, which I know because my birthday is that weekend, and so it's such a treat. But yeah. this movie stayed in theaters forever, and then they would re-release it every year or so. So whatever the like. Last run of so re-release fun. is probably the last time I saw it on big screen. It was yeah. such a pleasure to see it. Big. I think I only saw it on big screen once uh, in college. Uh, 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 the our local Bijou Theater on campus wow. that would show the like art house movie mainly and independent stuff. Occasionally, they would get a print of a, of a movie uh, like Raiders of the Lost Ark, and we all went. And uh, yeah, it was like. Faded. It was pretty like bleached out and oh, stuff. Wow. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. So the real 35. Yeah. It, 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 you said it played for a while. I think this print had played for <laughs> yeah. a while. As well. I should say, I saw it first run in the theater, but it was the rare movie. And I think I've mentioned this before where I wasn't the one saying, Mom, I got to see this movie. My dad saw it and said, You got to see this movie. My two best friends, Christy and Kelly Grenager, Jehovah's Witnesses who don't get out and do anything, <laughs> were telling me about this movie with this man in a hat. Oh. And then you go in and you uh, you just know it's a guy in a hat and people are jazzed about it and then you get to have that uh, experience. Yeah, Did you go to a bunch of different movies where hats were there? Yes, and you're I like, went to Quigley Down Under. Isn't that good? Uh, <laughs> but I was like, wait, no one told me this is Han Solo, first of all. That's a huge like burying oh, that's funny. It yeah, blew they me away. The movie blew me away. Yeah. yeah. Uh, to not know about it. And then, yeah, it still has the power to blow you away. When I, I saw it, all of us together and yeah. saw that print, yeah. the sound. What, what was your experience, Matt? It was, the- uh, well, seeing Raiders, the first time I saw Raiders was on a rented VHS. Mm-hmm. Uh, Temple of Doom was also a rental. Last Crusade was a drive-in theater. Oh, that's why you're big on it. It's yeah. one and, of and, the reasons, I'm yeah. sure. In that order? Did, or had you... In order, yes. yes. I was fortunate okay. enough to see it in order. Uh, I have older sisters who were way into Harrison Ford, so... Yeah, I get it. I guess I was, too. You have an older sister who's into <laughs> yeah. Harrison Ford? No, just, she wasn't. You have an older she didn't sister. share any of this. She was big on... Like, at this point, it was like Breakfast Club, Pretty in Pink. Those were her movies. Mm-hmm. In fact, I remember a night where I wanted to go see Return of the Jedi. She wanted to go see... Firefox. <laughs> <laughs> the night the lights went out in Georgia, my mom wanted to see Under the Rainbow. And I was like, all of those movies have Star Wars people in them. Mark Hamill, <laughs> Carrie Fisher. So why not How just go see Star Wars and get them all? <laughs> yeah. Uh, I had shopping. <laughs> I had two older sisters. The oldest was the one who was in Indiana, into Indiana Jones and Star Wars. Mm-hmm. Um, and liked Han Solo and any, yeah. that I thought Harrison Ford was cool. My middle sister wasn't necessarily against those. She enjoyed watching them too. And the old, but was into the 
John Hughes movies. Yeah. But my oldest sister was also into the John Hughes movies. So it was just basically a mix of yeah. mostly sleepover, girl sleepover movies that right. were really fun to watch. But then occasionally everybody would get on board about Indiana yeah. Jones. You saw it at a crusade at a drive-in. Though. Yes. It was a, it was a, it was 89, mm-hmm. which was a quite a summer for films. We've talked about it. I believe I mean, that was a sequel city a living uh, that license was a to kill last crusade. And I think after last crusade, it was like Batman was playing Batman mm-hmm. ghostbusters Two, lethal weapon Two, license to kill karate kid three, I believe huge, Damn. huge, if <laughs> just true. a lot of, uh, yeah. they were trying to close out that decade with, uh, Friday 13th part eight and like we're all Halloween five. We all complain. Oh, Nightmare on Elm Street 5. Turns out 89 was the real year of the sequel. How, yes. how could how yes. much would you love to just go back to that summer and and Every even if you're your current it? age and you're just like you get to just live in this summer for 3 months and do whatever you want all day long but knowing these movies are going to come out <laughs> and they're erased from your memory other than you know you want to see them and you get to see wow. them all for the first time. Uh, summer of 89 and when I broke my collarbone? No thank you. <laughs> oh I don't, shit. I don't want to relive that summer. Uh, <laughs> What's the age separation of your sisters, man? My oldest sister is 12 years older than me and then 7 years. Okay. So they were like real, you know, Teen twenties when I was of age. To so they're like, kind of like closer to my age. Yeah, yeah. I remember you saying that they were like um, Anglo. They're really into files yes. too. So they got you into James James Bond, Bond. Yeah. Beatles. Uh, somehow the monkeys also fell into that. <laughs> sure, Perfect. that makes sense. Monty Python. They really All the best. They really filled me with animals. things. Beatles, pythons, monkeys. I know. And what is this? A and music collection a, or a goddamn of, zoo? A couple of Durans. You know what I mean? <laughs> oh, God. One or two. This is a cage of Durans. <laughs> There's two, as you can see. <laughs> and uh, yeah, no, they really they did have a have a greater influence on my. But then that's all. You know, they're old, so they're like we're in control of what <laughs> Fair. So I mean, like, yes 74 1974 is my oldest sister 1977 is my middle sister uh the raiders was born uh, came out a month after i was born so yeah. uh, it's oh wow we're in lockstep i mean in many ways i am the tote of my life <laughs> How do you, how, how so? Oh, you know my little lie. <laughs> I'm always picking up hot things, dropping them. Clearly, I spilled my coffee before we started recording. You're also but, not getting your name until an action figure comes out. Uh, yeah. uh, I also uh, offered you coffee and you went, thank you. Uh, uh, we are not thirsty. <laughs> Sometimes people think Dennis Buren is me. Oh, yeah, yeah. But it's actually, he's just a different guy. This explains how you aggressively hang your coat every time. <laughs> yeah, threateningly. Yeah. Uh, well, that's good to know that, uh, I mean, it's just an interesting setup, is it not? That we're all yeah. baby brothers? Yeah, that is true. That's true. Yeah. What? Uh, what hey, mean? let us know Are we, if you're a baby brother with <laughs> hey an older guys, sister. Yeah. Who likes let us know in the comments. Smash, smash that, that like, like and button. subscribe button. <laughs> Don't forget yeah. to ring the bell know. icon so you can be updated when a new episode comes out. <laughs> <laughs> I got so into Indiana Jones that I, I bought a fedora that I mm-hmm. left out in the tent in the backyard one night when I stayed out back in the backyard. The cat 
sprayed on the hat mm-hmm. and stained it, and I continued to wear it because wow. I was so Indiana Jones. I also, and I think I've mentioned this before, and I'm very embarrassed by this. Keep in mind, I was probably nine or ten mm-hmm. after my favorite cat was killed by a car and buried in our backyard. I dug it up wearing my Indiana Jones costume. Yes. Not to, to do anything creepy with. Yes. I just wanted to like be Belongs Indiana Jones. And I, I kept her buried. I didn't like, as far as I know. Wow. I love Isn't that, that disgusting? No, like, I love that's it. That's serial killer tendencies. That is, and I love the notion that Indiana Jones is always wearing like a piss, cat pissed it like, <laughs> You know when him and Denholm Elliot yeah. before he goes out and he's putting the gun into the suitcase and yeah. dropping and stuff. It'd also be funny if he gets his picks up his head. He's like, God, God damn it! <laughs> uh, it's too late to get to the cleaner. Uh, well, it was the cat that <laughs> pissed anyway. on the hat, so I, I guess there was some connection. Dressed I up. I remember dressing up as <laughs> Indiana Jones for Halloween in kindergarten or first grade, and I can vividly remember because I had a bullwhip with me. Wow. And I'm like, let a kid, let like a first grader go to school with a bullwhip. I love it. But I remember whipping the basketball hoop in the gym and it stuck and I swung on it, but then I couldn't get it down. Oh, but you must have looked so cool for a minute there. (laughs) Oh my God. That little fat indie. Here we go. (laughs) (laughs) I never had a leather jacket though. That's like, you you can't, kids aren't just giving No, I think I was just in the tan shirt. Yeah, Yeah. me too. You just gave me a vision of like, you know, people like to complain sometimes that there's missteps that the franchise makes, the fridges and the whatnots, but at least we never saw Indiana Jones use a whip to like score a point in a (laughs) dunk tournament or Hold on, friend. There's still time. I know. We'll see. Still time. We'll see what happens. The dial could be a sports clock. (laughs) We'll see. Uh, So, yeah, you dress like him? Whenever possible. You dress like him. Yeah. I bought the action figures. They they weren't great for some reason. They sucked. Yeah. It was something about like the way Indiana Jones also needed to sit on the horse, so he was really bow legged. Oh, right. Remember yeah, that? The horse yeah, came with, there was a horse set. As but well I ended as... up liking the Temple of Doom ones, and they were like six inches or something, and they were just kind of thick. And but they would have like a whip arm and very. Mm-hmm. I, I like. Oh, that could kind so of that had like that yeah. had like a like a springy action. To yeah, it. Oh, yeah, that's pretty impressive. And the thuggy. Uh, like the main thuggy guard that gets squashed in the conveyor belt I had like a sword <laughs> hand. <laughs> I only ever remember seeing every figure but Indy. Yeah, like you never, couldn't get Indy. I never saw It was saw a, just Indy an aisle there. full of Marians. <laughs> a lot of Marians, a lot of Bellocks. Bellocks, yeah. <laughs> yeah. There was a, was, if, if I remember it correctly, was there not a mail away? You could mail away and get the Belloc in the Hebrew clothes? <laughs> or was that just... you're right. Yeah. I think you're right. <laughs> Like, right. But when you open the envelope, your mom's face melts. <laughs> <laughs> but what an enticement. Like, get Belloc in the Hebrew <laughs> vestment study dies in. I guess with the toys thing, it's like, um, it's funny because I, you know, George Lucas rules. Mm-hmm. And in Star Wars, they do all that like fun world building stuff, references to things you'll never see, but it kind of entices your imagination. They do that all through the Indiana Jones movie. There's lots of examples where they kind of like, uh, Indy, you and I have been many, you know, or just like yeah. you, a reference to what his relationship is with Ravenwood. Yeah. Like all these kind of things you can imagine. Hints at past adventures. Yeah. But it doesn't lead to toys it's like no there's multi-characters all through the star wars universe because they're world building that way 
but there's not yeah. like a Denholm Elliot right. action figure that there kids is want. No Denim Elliot. There should have been. Give yeah. me, you well, know, there's actually, only one. So <laughs> give me the Abner Ravenwood spinoff prequel. I would love that. It's pretty wild that it's that hasn't even been uh, sort of uh, floated. No huh? I'm sure. Right? Huh? What's that? I'm sure they're going to. I wonder. Maybe that's one way they back go. into the well. Abner Ravenwood is maybe the coolest name I've ever heard. Yeah. Abner Ravenwood. And its name, his last name is after a street in LA that I think we've probably all driven. Yeah. 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 Lawrence Kasdan, I think named it. And then Marion is the name of his mother-in-law. He like her name Marion. Like, I want to kiss ass. I'm going to go Kasdan. (laughs) I'm going to get front seat at Thanksgiving dinner. Oedipus in law complex much? More like Kaz- Oedipal in law. <laughs> Oedipla. And Indiana, of course, is George Lucas's dog. Yes, and it was originally Indiana Smith. That's right, yeah. And this all, I mean, look, not that we need to, but right. if we want to tie it back to the reason we're here in the first place is Spielberg said to Lucas, yes. I think I want to direct a James Bond movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And Lucas said, and I'm paraphrasing, nah, fuck that, I got something for you. <laughs> <laughs> did he put on a fedora yeah, and wake? Uh, he did. Stephen, what you want is one of these. <laughs> that, I, that, <laughs> that was good. I loved it. I loved it. It's a fertility idol for me. I, I would love, you know, how like a Jobs uh, that, uh, uh, is that what it was called? The the Aaron Sorkin, Steve Jobs oh, yeah, movie. Yeah, yeah. had oh, that yeah. really kind of, what didn't love the movie, but it had that kind of like setup of, you're just picking up three different presentations he did. Mm. I would love, even if it's just a night of theater, <laughs> three acts of Spielberg and Lucas's trips to Hawaii. Oh, oh sure. Because yes. they do one on before Star Wars. Yeah, when Star Wars, the yeah. opening weekend of Star Wars, they're in Hawaii together. Yeah. But by the end, he's having to go. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, so me and Amy, uh, we got to sell this property on the, on Hawaii, you know, like oh, yeah. me and Amy Irving, we're married now and we, we can't keep doing these trips to Hawaii anymore, yeah. Georgie boy. Or there, you know, there's some Hawaiian trip where it's, oh, so there's a saucer men from Mars. Uh, and Spielberg's just like, oh God. <laughs> That's the last scene. Except I, last think, I think the last scene is now hear me out. It's a dial, but it's not, oh, it's not soap. It's not a dial on a television. <laughs> it's a dot. What, George? It's a dial of destiny. Fuck off. <laughs> Fine. I'm going to Mangold. <laughs> <laughs> he has nothing to do with it, right? Correct? I He's executive producing. Oh, is yeah. he? They brought him along. I wonder if he did at all get involved. I'm curious. I'm I mean. very curious about yeah. that. Because well, it sounds like he had no connection to the... Uh, Star Wars legacy movies, right? Oh, or are we talking about Spielberg? Sorry. Oh, oh Lucas. Oh, I don't Lucas think. I don't know that Lucas had anything to do yeah. with this. Well, I uh, controversial hot mm-hmm. take time. Oh, here it goes. Here it goes. Oh, here we go. I'm already saying it. If George Lucas didn't have any creative involvement, and definitely, you know, you know, Steven Spielberg right. didn't direct the right. fifth one. Not really an Indiana Jones for me. Wow. Wow. Hello. Whoa, whoa, whoa. In the same way, controversial hot take number two, I don't consider non-George Lucas post-prequel Star Wars movies really Star Wars movies. I'm not saying they're not. I'm just saying they're not the thing. They're real Yeah, it's interesting. And like this movie could very well 
be better than Crystal Skull, but there's still I mean, two exactly. This is a strong opinion from Paul, who now it makes more sense that you're always saying go woke, go broke. That makes so much <sighs> That's sense. That's true. He is. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Oh my God. Not my, my Indiana Jones. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Look, it's 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 going to be interesting seeing Harrison Ford. Like I remember when uh four came out crystal skull watching in the theater going oh, he's oh he's moving like kind of like an old guy yeah and that was fucking almost 20 years ago <laughs> <laughs> that was 15 years ago was, was like it? we have parents we know what's yeah. gone on in the last 20 years yeah it's like when robert de niro kicks that guy's head into the curb and the irishman Oof. and you're just like i actually think yeah. you, that wouldn't hurt yeah no. <laughs> To be kicked by like, that, but guy. his face is young. It's like he yes. does it with like the weight of a marionette puppet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god, that is so, a Team America character. Uh, <laughs> his hands move with it. It's like the joint of his foot just slides along the head. <laughs> I remember that that occurred to me watching a Firewall at the Chinese theater with my dad. And I, wow, a sentence uh-huh. that's rarely been said. <laughs> I wanted my epitaph. Uh, I, we were sitting there and there was a part where he had to like punch Paul what's Bet his me? name oh, yeah, Bettany yeah, yeah. through yeah. a wall or something like that and Paul Bettany like flew through the wall and, cried. <laughs> and me and my dad looked at each other and was like this doesn't bode well for future Indiana oh, Jones adventures no. <laughs> the good. punch you can't even do the punch like it's also weird if you don't have Harrison Ford punching with the Indie yeah. punch sound. Yes. Very distinct. And that's something getting to Raiders when we watched it mm, from mm, the theater. Mm. My God. The sound in this movie is so good. Even the just gunshots. The, the gunshots. They're so basic. Yes. gun is sounds so oh, cool. Oh, it sounds awesome. so good. And prior, pre-Indiana Jones, there was never like gunfire as an art form. It was always right. just that. <laughs> you know, this was like. It's yeah. so good. And you hear like the metal tinging and the, oh, I that's a minor it. example of like the overall thing the whole movie's doing, which is just yeah. like genre shit that been made before that people just didn't take as seriously yeah, or right, love it right. as much with as much craft. And they're like, well, we're doing this. We love this. Yeah. So let's have the guns sound like. I'm, you know, I hate when people say something's a character or whatever, but I do feel like the sound is definitely like a color in the movie. Oh, like, for sure. Uh, for sure. It's, it's like, Ben Burt, right? Uh, yes. Yeah, yeah the, the yeah. Wilhelm. Uh, Did you not notice oh, yeah. the Wilhelm scream? <laughs> yeah, of course. Of course. That may be the first time I ever noticed it in my life. You know? Rebel scab. I think we all should have like clapped when it happened. I laughed. Yeah. yeah. I just wish everyone. Or did like still. a call and response. <laughs> it does it that we do it. <laughs> <laughs> if you love Wilhelm scream we're allowed oh! I uh yeah I forgot to say when we watched it that was a huge part of getting to see it uh in the theater yeah, with you hearing all this, it with again. the sound yeah. and stuff um the uh, you know the flip side of that is I think it got taken off due to legal reasons but Steven Soderbergh did this cool thing where he oh. took everything black and white and took off the sound and uh you know, sometimes I like to put on music and put a set movie I'm familiar with sure, and yeah, just yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, watch the movie and listen to an album or something. Uh, the uh, 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 I did that with Raiders just recently. Didn't find a cool sync up or what anything What did you like try, that. though? What 
neutral milk hotel. We'll see. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. We'll, I'll get back to it. Uh, but, uh, uh, it was like, um, it, it gave me the opportunity to watch it. And I did think like, Man, uh, if some instead of going to a film school, mm-hmm. somebody could watch this with the sound off, and you would, it, it's uh, I think it's like why it inspired those kids to want to make their own Raiders, or why I heard yeah. Joe Dante in an interview say once when he first started doing Q and As with fans and stuff, every fan he met in the eighties wanted to who wanted to be a filmmaker wanted to make a movie like. Raiders of the Lost Ark. Yeah. So I think there's something like when you watch it, maybe more than a Star Wars movie, your brain gets to do this really fun thing of like, how'd they do that? Yeah. And I bet I could do that. Or how do they pull it? It's just all cool tricks. And all screen. the shot composition is like very deliberate. And mm-hmm. like, it's, it's interesting. I guess it was the most storyboarded movie Spielberg had done to that point. That makes sense. Which also uh-huh. saved time. The movie only cost 18 million to make. That's insane. And it's only an hour 43 or 45. Oh, yeah. What a dream. Wow. In this time, day and age. Yeah. I didn't even have to go to the bathroom during it. I mean, it's him. Uh, it's the first movie. Uh, he had four movies before this where he's actually uh, being regimented about staying under budget and under schedule. And it's mainly because it's his friend George Lucas's money right. on the line. But then it com- makes a complete shift in Spielberg's work. It was like... 1941 was the one mm-hmm. right before right. and it was so bloated and uh, my wife found a shirt that says 1941 forever and ever and ever and ever on the back and it's the cruise shirt oh of them God. griping about how long it's taking to make oh 1941. So it's cool to think like, I just love watching it. The hour and 43 minutes thing is just because it's the fucking like so leanest, meanest movie Man, uh it moves so quickly so muscular yeah 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 sinewy <laughs> and i think so you know almost to its detriment i do wish that they had not cut out the submarine scene yeah it does beg the question how how do you how to get there right did he just hang on to the yeah <laughs> that submarine scene is so funny because along with that and the part right around it where Somebody looking will see that tote isn't in a car. It's just right. his hat and jacket yeah. bunched up. On a stick? Or yeah. On a stick. Weird. Which is cool because it's an example of that under budget. Yeah. We're just going to fly by the seat of pants, lean and mean thing. Because yeah, otherwise. But, uh, Steven, we could we could put a guy in it. I know it is. You know, you sure you just want to put the stick in? It costs the same. <laughs> <laughs> I know. It's crazy. What is, does anyone know the story behind why he's not there? No. What happened to him? For the listeners that don't know, when the like final Nazis after the truck chase pull into that little town circle after the truck with the Ark has been taken away. It's Belloc and they're all pissed because they can't find it. They just show a shot of the car and tote from behind is just so clearly not a human. It's just a leather jacket on what looks to be there's like no a way, cross. Yeah. yeah. Like yeah. how kids make a movie yeah. in their backyard. They're yeah. just like, fuck it. Just, yeah. uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's I so got these great. two broomsticks. Great time together. We're gonna- <laughs> yeah. It looks like Tote would be so offended. He's like, yeah. that's how you see me? Had he already melted? <laughs> he could get him back. Yeah. They had him in a freezer trying to bring him back. Uh, but what I was going to say, that's so catches, uh, you know, your eye later. You don't notice it forever. Oh, yeah. And you don't really question the submarine thing too much. And I think it's because it comes after the horse truck chase that is so yeah. magnificent. Yeah. It's yeah. almost like when a band 
plays their biggest hit and then follows it up with a new track. And then later when you're thinking about the concert, you're just like, whatever. It was awesome. Everything was awesome. You're so dazzled by that truck chase. You're kind of like submarine schmubbery, whatever. It works. If they tried to pull that 20 minutes in, it would be a completely different story. I think think people would be like, fuck this movie with the submarine. It doesn't make any sense. How would he survive? Yes. Yes. But instead we watched him on the horse, the horse thing when he rears, when he rears that horse, it's so funny. Yeah. It really is funny. And like, it's a question I was asking the other day. I was like, do you, I talk about Indiana Jones in my regular life, guys. Doesn't just have to be on a podcast. Yep. No, same, same. Here. Same, same here. Uh, do you think, I'll ask you guys this question. Do you think that that they knew that that shot would be hilarious and cool? Or did they just think this shot's going to be cool? When he, when he, when he, when he finally, when he like, is like, uh, wait here, and then he goes off, and the next thing you see is him, re- like, yeah, it, they shoot it up, yeah. You, know, oh. you see the sky, and then you see the horse and him in coming frame, yeah, 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 like, do yeah. That, do you think Spielberg was like, this is gonna be awesome, or was he like, this is gonna be great and funny? I mean, those are not <sighs> mutually exclusive right. with good questions. You know, I think he's probably always got all his shots are so dynamic that they have more than one feeling going yeah. on for the most part. Yeah, but that, I, I never, I've, I never quite felt that shot the same way yeah. until we saw it in the theater yeah. the other night, and I was just like, "This is it's really." Funny. But your response was like, uh, "In awe, but also <laughs> yeah. laughing." I was yeah, like, "That's yeah, so yeah. cool." Yeah. Also, it's hilarious. That yeah. This is how he's going to chase down the truck. In a yeah, fucking, and in I a never horse. noticed after the submarine arrives at the base, there's a German soldier whose arm is in a sling, and it makes me feel like <laughs> was that some scuffle on the submarine from the deleted scene Maybe, or something? Yeah. It was. Yeah. I've never noticed that before. I love that. Yeah, he he wishes he was on the battlefield. It's like the kid who gets like a, a sling in his arm and can't play baseball that summer or something. Uh, oh, yeah. Not talking about my summer someday, in 1989 uh, at all. Someday I will go out there <laughs> and shoot the other people. Or was it Fuck like him, the, I want to see them all in slings. The actor actually <laughs> broke his arm and they're still like, Fuck it. We didn't put tote in the last shot. Let's put this guy in. Also, let's double cast a bunch of people. Hey, that guy in the beginning that gets all the darts in the back, let's make him the monkey. Wait, you mean two broken arms? Huh? Double cast? (laughs) Yes, double cast. Hmm. Interesting choice. Uh, And then you got Pat Roach, who's in all three movies, who plays the German that gets chopped up by the propeller blades. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Love. So in the first one, uh, he's the the propeller blade dude. In the second he's one, he's also in the uh, bar fight. Oh. What do you think it is Totes crew. that makes like? Because this is Vic Armstrong. Yeah, who did all the stunts. Yeah, yes, he did all you know a lot of the James Bond movies up till View to a Kill. I think at least. But the 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 the. Mercedes when he's underneath that truck with the yeah. whip like that is that is more dynamic feeling than yeah. anything with that was in a James Bond movie mm. previous yeah mm. Ooh, do yeah so I'm wondering if it's like right if it was Spielberg's influence that was like no go nuts do this yeah sure uh, yeah because I feel uh, like probably, would be like, probably Spielberg's idea I feel like Cubby would I... be like oh yeah <laughs> well it does I mean that's really interesting because it go you know it's what you were talking about uh Matt Gorley, that it was like uh, what you were saying, Matt Myra, it was, uh, is like him saying, no, I got something better you can do instead of James Bond this. Mm-hmm. And then 
they're doing a stunt that you go, whoa, that goes beyond anything I've seen in a James Bond movie. Yeah. I wonder, yeah, if the... Obviously, somebody making a movie like that, their whole thing is just like, I want to up my own personal ante. Mm -hmm. But it, it makes you wonder if they have their eyes on how other people are doing in the race. And you're just like, you know what? This is blowing James <laughs> yeah. out of the way. Like, yeah. I wonder too if it's by design or just happenstance that this movie was so eminently playable as a kid because all the set pieces are literally in set yeah. pieces. So yeah. you stack up couch cushions yes. for, for stones and blocks and you jump over pits and it's what it lacked class. in action figures, it made up in the hours yeah. of playtime. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah, you're so right. When it, it when anytime it, a TV movie or it would air on ABC on a sunny oh, night, yeah. you goddamn guarantee that Monday, yeah. every yeah. kid was setting up their own little like jungle gym. And yeah, yeah, yeah. Or the stone, oh. the shakara stones they have to get. Yeah. Or, or, I know. Cause you just go find three rocks in your backyard you're and you're go. set. Good yeah. to go. Oh man. Yeah. Well, would you do dress up? I didn't ever ha couldn't dress up. It was hard to find. We a had whole an old song. we had an old pewter uh, wine set oh. that had a cup that that I used to pretend was the, the last Braille? crusade. Braille, oh, yeah, wow. I was, and I always used to like run around with. We it. had an ark <laughs> of the covenant that we would put our uh, commandments in. So uh, I would just use that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For, Were you careful about to it? be the Holy Grail? That's weird. Yeah. <laughs> but I had a, I had an amazing <laughs> imagination. Also, I buried my cat in the thing. Did you have a choice between having destroying that or having like a a date at prom? <laughs> and you're like, God damn it! I want a date for prom. Okay, I did go to prom, the... but I I made both of us get tied up to a pole and say, "Do not look at the stage." <laughs> also i kind of uh we should did you want to take a break no uh, no oh, oh oh or you wanted to move something uh you no, to move so i didn't want to distract you no no from, uh, i was gonna say whenever you guys are ready we can go through the movie but it perfect. sounds like we got more general uh, discussion. no it was just uh no i was just gonna say that um uh if you retro uh i i sort of retro misremember mm -hmm. the details there i was making it sound like the reason making a joke that the reason Indiana was, didn't destroy the covenant is because he was choosing Marion. And that's not quite the case. It's oh, that yeah. as an archaeologist, he knows or whatever, a person he on earth, he knows. feels like it's wrong to destroy that. He yeah. was choosing history. That's yep. Right. Yep. Not mystery. <laughs> because it's wrath, <laughs> wrath of God. There's a, this painting oh. or picture I have up is the picture. It's a print of the Ralph McQuarrie illustration from the book that they is in? show him in the movie. The one you funnily, while we were watching, you were like, let me open the book to the exact spot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That, uh, and there's the picture that shows like everybody being kind of thwarted by the arc. And that must be how he somehow knows, I guess. I don't know. That's the thing that he holds in the back of his uh, I guess. mind there. Yeah. Is that scene the best exposition scene in human history? Uh, that's how I felt. I was definitely, it's the best exposition scene in any of the indie movies. Yeah, yeah. for sure. I mean, they're all, all Indiana Jones exposition is, is good exposition. Pretty pretty good. Yeah. yeah. Oh, always good. Yes. I should. Because they also don't lie pretty. about it it's being exposition. Good. Right. It's usually a man telling another person. Yes here's the deal with this historical right. artifact, whether right. it's Walter Donovan. And it's also like they never get it done while they're driving. 
You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like yeah. never like yeah. we have to get from A to B. Yeah. Also, let's do this exposition. Well, in Crusade, they literally kidnap him just yeah. to give him exposition. Right. Uh, right and this right. one, the just FBI comes and sits with him. And those actors are so good too. Poor yeah. Ones. I mean, what I love about the, I think what makes that exposition scene, and I'm going to think on that, it might be the best exposition scene in any movie ever. That's because, uh, I don't know. I like when Doc writes on that chalkboard in Back to the Future 2. That, that and draws rules, the tangents. That rules. Well, the first, the, yeah. his first movie exposition is pretty good too. With the model, yeah. Sorry, I couldn't paint it and get it to scale. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That is pretty good. I uh, laugh every time Christopher oh. Lloyd's face. Every time it hits the bucket. <gasps> yes, there's that. The timing of that cut to his reaction so, is so yeah. funny. Tex every, Avery level. Every uh, time I laugh at that. Uh, the. Uh, 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 Oh, the but the exposition scene, you know, I think, um, uh, you know, whatever. Steven Spielberg's the man. Yeah. He's the best that ever well, was. Spielberg at executive it. produced Back to the Future. He's no yeah. stranger to exposition. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Maybe he yeah. came up with the chalkboard for Doc. But um, just one of the many, many, many reasons uh, he's the man yeah. is, uh, uh, or the total filmmaker, is he does this cool thing uh, where whatever he wants the audience to be feeling in the moment, he'll like locate the character in that scene that he is, you should have that point of view. And so that exposition scene is really cool. And maybe watching it on big screen, help me see everybody's faces all at once and stuff, but they're all skeptics. None of them believe in it. It's just their degrees of skepticism. And, um, (laughs) the, uh, 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 guy from star wars porkins uh, Pork, uh yeah uh he is like the most skeptical mm-hmm. and because you get different them all either in a wide show or close-ups you can go oh porkins is like my guy he's the most skeptical <laughs> but what's amazing is when that picture does show up and they open the book that it's the cherry on top of like <laughs> they all start slowly getting on board and yeah. getting excited about what this could mean. And by the end, for when it. they open up the book, it's almost magical. It's yeah. like, oh, the reason he opened the book is because they're all getting jazzed about like where this is going. That when Porkins sees it, he's down for it. It's yeah. so cool. Because that's also when that Williams, like choral score or whatever that uh, the th- arc theme comes yes, in too, yes, right? Yes, yes, I can't remember exactly. Oh, and that shot of like Brody looking over at Indiana Jones and just admiring like, yeah. this guy's the best. He's yeah. got passion about it. He and, seems to know everything. Yeah. <laughs> I love, um, he might be the dark horse fave of the Indiana Jones show for me. Because you get two versions of him. He's very sort of subtle and straightforward in this movie and then he's pure comic relief and Hilarious. I mean, he's the best bumbling fool I've ever enjoyed in a movie. I know. He's great. Because you can, like, it's not, he's not just a fool. Yeah. Yes. 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 I mean, he's a fine actor. It's been established that he's an intelligent man who runs an archaeology department at a a prestigious (laughs) college or is the dean. Yeah. But somewhere he loses his Italy. (laughs) (laughs) Whatever happens, jet lag or something between Raiders and Last Crusade, he he something happened to Brody. That's that's a fuck. That is a great cut too. When Harrison Ford's like, oh yeah, he'll blend in. (laughs) 
Oh and his little aside. Excuse me. Water. Thank you. No fish pee in it. Can anybody know what yeah. I'm saying? All right. Uh, also yeah. great in 40, I mean, uh, trading places too. Oh, He's that's the right. Butler. Maybe that's where post after trading places was after Raiders and now yeah. you can only see him. Like, I think that maybe we talked about in that initial mm. uh, Indiana Jones thing we talked about, but it feels like that trade off, that change in Brody is partly because. He's like the paternal figure in Raiders. Right. So if you had him be too paternally around Sean Connery, it'd mix it up. So he has to be like the fool. And my heart breaks a little bit because I love his scenes in Raiders, how he's like this dignified person. He has that little moment when he, he gives a fake smile to Indy about like, oh yeah, they'll give it to the museum. And then when Indy walks off, his heart sort of breaks. Like, oh, I know we're going to not, be able to give it to the museum or whatever, you know, uh, it's cool. Like I really love his performance. Yeah. Yeah. Should we dive talk in? Talk about Raiders of the Lost? Yes. Let's do it. Start with one of the greatest cold opens in cinema history as well. Yeah. Oh, that, that match, that match shot to the, to the Paramount mountain. I wanted to ask you guys if it had been another studio, how would have they pulled that off? <laughs> oh, well, this is what we're going to have to figure out for the Disney one and we've it talked been about like this already. A, oh, they're going to start on a castle, right? They have to. Like a German castle or something like that. Well, They'll that, go from the Disney yeah. castle to the German but castle. To it, but does Disney want to be associated with Nazis? Look, it's the they 60s are, at this point, right? I don't... I, I yeah, think the Griswolds might, might as well be running around there on a space, funny like vacation. The space race I think it's there, a right? flash maybe oh it like, start you think it starts possibly early starts early i'm not spoiling i don't know that okay I'm, I'm uh-huh. but yes I, don't, I think they don't mind but in the order of the logos this isn't my uh theory i saw it on a indiana jones reddit uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. very cool uh-huh. that uh the second logo would maybe be the lucas film and yeah. so it's more about uh-huh. finding a way to pull that off and maybe there would be less fan uproar uh-huh. because uh-huh. i could see people getting torn up about like having the Disney castle in the movie. Sure. But if they go like, this person was like, I f- wish I could give credit. It's like, <laughs> kind of looks like a bridge. Like maybe they oh, uh, yeah. dissolve into it. It also looks a little bit like a train, like a locomotive. Ooh. If you take the lettering, and I know there's a train in this movie. Chugga, they show chugga, it in choo, the, choo. Yeah. On board. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, if it had been like, I know Touchstone wasn't around. But if the movie had to somehow figure a way oh, to open up with Indiana Jones next to a big blue ball with a lightning bolt going through it. <laughs> I was thinking yeah. like a cool Mayan temple that has like 20th century Fox like engraved <laughs> in it. Oh, yeah. Be cool. What about like, the Bloomhouse logo that goes on for like five minutes and has Michael Myers and then like a grudge girl and then all this stuff? <laughs> Finally gets to Indiana Jones and he's sleeping. Like, huh? What? Oh, right. The movie. <laughs> Oh, the movie. <laughs> yeah, it's starting. <laughs> it's A24, and he's just um, playing bingo. Oh, my God. <laughs> but oh, he's playing bingo. With he's dementia. playing bingo. 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 Okay, okay. <laughs> the new uh, Big Bang Theory related. <laughs> Bazinga. <laughs> it's going to last a little longer. No, he's playing Battleship. That's what uh, it is. I got you. Okay. So, yeah, cool opening with that logo. And then the other logo y part of it is the um, title font, which yeah. Doom is the only one that has the actual Indiana Jones yeah. style, adventure adventurer font. style. Yeah. yeah. 
Um, I usually can get pretty hung up on the poster font doesn't match the sure. title credit yeah. font. Yeah. Yeah. But this one, um, it I'm cool with it because it does. I think it would be too much. Like it's kind of like I like the slow burn yeah. of it being like an adventure movie. Well, it's also it's like first they spend so long not showing Harrison Ford's face, right? Which yes. I think is an interesting. It's very Bond. It's I very was asking Dr. your no. mother in Jaws. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Your, your, your mother-in-law had gone to oh, a yeah, preview screening. Remember? She was talking about this and I had oh, asked yeah. her. I was yeah. like, so did you know Harrison Ford was going to be in it? She's like, I think so. Then I And I went like, well, then who is it for that you don't see his face? Yeah. <laughs> right. Because yes. like if you had gone to a preview screening and not known anything about the movie, how cool it is, is would it have been to then see it's Harrison Ford? <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's great. Yeah, I would. I'd love to see the footage where he steps out and it's Eric Stoltz. Have you ever tried? I know it exists somewhere. Have you ever watched it in chronological order? Like start with Temple Temple of Doom. Fun, no. Then that. Then that's a better opening shot. Actually, to not see his face until you see his face. Why? Because you've already met Indiana Jones. No. And to meet him yeah. that way, coming down in that white tux. Yeah. Oh right. Yeah. The. Mm. I mean, I like the the just how it says. Raiders of the Lost Ark. I'm also thanking God mm. that they didn't get special editions yes. where they added Indiana Jones and the Raiders of the Lost Even Ark. Even though they've done that to the D, D like the yeah. DVDs. To and the, the title in everywhere Disney, else. Asked, yeah. yeah, I asked yeah. Matt because I was like, it doesn't say Indiana Jones and I thank God he didn't get to it. No, like, no, 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 he did. Uh, well, but they, yeah, they never got to the movie itself and that right. has to be Spielberg learning right. I think the exact same thing. Yep. But you can't understate that Paramount dissolve into that mountain. I remember oh being in the theater and just that simple thing going like, oh, what? Yeah. Wow. And everybody in the theater, you could just kind of feel this like. It's a big hit. Wow. They, found, like, they found the mountain. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they do oh, I, it's on Kauai. That mountain is on Kauai and you can drive like when you drive typically the road uh, from the airport to uh-huh. the north of the island. I remember looking for it the whole time. I can't remember if I saw it because pretty much every mountain looks right, like that right. there. But Alfred yeah. Molina standing there giving like guided <laughs> tours for free. <laughs> I just love doing it. Um, yeah, the, uh, it's also just a uh, yeah. What you were saying, like your first, the impact of it is probably a little like uh, too. If you're a movie lover. You just love movies, love logo, parent studio logos and stuff. And so to automatically kind of be like a, it is presenting the movie as a movie, capital M movie by being like, the logo looks like the shit in the movie. Like, it's just like such a fun. It's also interesting that like, that's it. That's the only logo ahead of the movie. Right. Yeah, right. In those days, you didn't need fourteen different subsidiaries to make the movie. Oh my god! If they had to do yeah. that with yeah. each different, like, oh, god. <laughs> what? No, each one had to fade into the other logo right, until right. you finally yeah. got yeah. to Paramount. Man and, man. and then you get some more of the sound with that base of the whip. This, I mean, not more of the sound. This is the first time you get the feeling of that. It hasn't even cracked, and you're yeah. getting this amazing. Sound. I hope everybody at home liked my sound effect more than the movie. <laughs> that's what they should do with a special edition go back it's and replace all, all yeah. of the sounds yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, every time master. the red dot goes I'm like what does the submarine sound like I don't know you just hear me asking <laughs> <laughs> right 
Close. Close. How is that? Is that okay? Uh, but also, what that movie has done now is made everybody. Whenever you see anybody in a movie or a TV show that's in a tomb or an ancient mm. whatever, you're expecting booby traps. And it that's makes true. you disappointed when you yourself are in a tomb of some <laughs> yes. kind and there's not booby traps. Oh, yeah. every time I've dug up my pet cat, I've thought, finally, where are these? <laughs> finally, somebody knows what I'm talking about. <laughs> no, I know. Even Poltergeist, uh, he goes, uh, hey, when the bird rots, can we dig up the bones? Yeah. Kids love digging up weird bones. <laughs> Look, uh, I just don't bury him in again. that pet cemetery. <laughs> I just want to state again what a cat person I am. I That cat, oh, I adore that cat. king of the cat people. Oh, I tried finding the cat we buried. Don't okay. feel bad. I just couldn't. I was dumb and curious. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I also just finished reading the Black Dahlia, so it makes me feel gross when I think of digging up a cat. You know? <laughs> Evisceration. Yeah. Uh, uh, the, um, but yeah, the uh, booby traps are really cool. Can we talk about their technology? I mean, it's like beams of light yeah. and Impossible. pressure. It has hydraulic kind of systems. That's what you think. I don't know if you've been to a little place called Adventureland. In Disneyland. Yeah. <laughs> they have all those same booby traps. With modern technology. <laughs> That's what you think. That's as what far I, as I'm concerned, I'm getting in a Jeep and uh, it's like 1930-something and Salah's uh, trying to I just love it. monetize I just love this it. thing. <laughs> Raiders is based on that Indiana Jones ride in Disneyland, Yeah, right? I'm pretty yeah, sure. Yeah. Just so like Pirates this. of the Caribbean with Johnny Depp based on the ride. <laughs> what could possibly Does anyone be think the-, the ride came first? Is anyone out there think is it the ride like, came first? Well, maybe it's set prior to Temple of Doom. He is in India or Thailand. Yes, maybe, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. yeah that's, that's Although Marion Marion and Salah are in the pre-show oh, yeah. video. Yeah, that's does good. Salah reference the events of Raiders in I that line? Like like okay. We there, don't know. Like, All right. know. Sorry. <laughs> But what what could possibly be the I hope technology? I think it's a revamp with mutt. <laughs> Sorry, Matt. What could possibly be the technology that there's a mechanism that senses light? And look, I know. Well, have you ever I'm like not, walked in I'm a not, mom and pop store and uh, it dings when you walk yeah, in? Same in technology. The 20th century. I want to know how these guys did <laughs> At it. At that time of day with that beam of light. I love I know, it yeah, though. Yeah, I yeah, love yeah. it because when I remember seeing that going, I never would have expected that, but as soon as he says "stay out of the light," you're like, "Oh, of course, it'll trip a booby trap." Of course, <laughs> yeah, yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. The uh, yeah, and also the technology of the weight changing. Like when I was a kid, yeah. that would like burn my brain trying to figure out the. Do you think if he had just gotten it right? Yeah, but like, that's the great thing is like if that thing's counterweighted. That one I can buy. It's this light. So that he had too much night. sand, is what you mean, or too little. That's it. We don't know. No, too much. You're right. It had to be yeah, too much. Yeah, because it drops. So down. why not, Indy, about- just take out a little bit more? Like, well, he don't did- risk having it be heavy if it's just kind of about making it lighter. Because then it would go up, probably. Because th- I think it's probably on a like a cantilevered uh, scale, right? Uh, See, that's what I'm saying. Uh, this checks out. The wait, blow darts you, check out. But if you remove it completely, it would go up. Right. Right. Which would then cause the ball to also go. I think and up or down is going to make down, the, the right. temple Same collapse. Same level, it's, yes. you're good. But getting back to the light, <laughs> how does it work? They don't have photo sensors <laughs> in whatever Jovito's culture. I mean, maybe they're the forebears of photosensitive cells. of Atlantis, they were very advanced technologically before yeah. this trip, before but, they uh, went into the ocean. I'm not seeing any other advanced technology in this in this tomb. What about those? You don't know uh, what those blow darts are made out of. 
Or those titanium <laughs> sharp spears through uh, Alfred Molina's uh, yeah. head and neck. Uh, oh, yeah. That um, uh, effect yeah. looks like it's from a Friday the 13th movie or a yeah, slasher sure. movie. Yeah. It, I mean, it's the first example of maybe like five in this movie where you're like, this shit is PG. Yeah. Like there was nothing else to go though. They yeah. had PG yes, and R. That's right. true. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I think they should have gotten X. But, oh, uh, but, that's but, crazy. But like, uh, I think it helps that you don't see the spears go through his sure, body yeah. and penetrate, but it is really graphic. And when I was a kid, it did um, mess my shit up. Yeah, really? but it cautioned you, right? You're not going to enter any tombs. Yeah. yeah you <laughs> never step into light. Never yeah. step into this light. Cool, yeah. Crazy OCD. Yeah, I can't believe you even became a performer. <laughs> <laughs> Couldn't leave my house. How does the light work? He brings the broom on stage. He sweeps up the light before he goes on. <laughs> sometimes it's fun to sweep. <laughs> it's fun sometimes to sweep uh, around in the old corners of the internet on old like fan pages of Indiana Jones mm-hmm. and stuff. And uh, there's a couple of things there that if I think of it, it, but like one of the people shared something that it tickled a part of my brain that was like, I think I've had this weird, it's kind of a canny, uncanny thing Mm -hmm. that they used Alfred Molina's head corpse, fake corpse for one of the mummies in the cave of, and it's the one that uh, gets in Marion's face later. It's like that, the those are that they, it, did they like dress it up differently? At yeah, all? they oh like sort of not that it, yeah that it's the, the same, but yeah 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 that they just kind of made. How it. did uh, Sapito get transported all the way to Cairo? Look, that's you know, mummified. What destiny, dial destiny will oh answer. Ancestors God. that probably looked like us, you know, yeah. just a coincidence. <laughs> wow. I mean, it's not a, it's a, a, it's not a nitpick. It's just like a, ooh, yeah, that's a. That's cool. Guys, I don't know if you know this, but the snake in the plane is also in the tomb. Uh, I made that. That's <laughs> <laughs> so funny. Don't get me started. Well, can we clear the air about the snake here, yeah, Matt? Yeah, I mean. You, I'm sure people have heard this story. So long story short. No, no, no. It's not that they've heard this story. They're aware of the controversy and they're waiting for your side of it. Hear your snake traversy opinion. (laughs) I was on a game show in the 90s called Debt with Wink Martindale. And I won and I got to the final round. Dink Martindale. Dink Martindale. (laughs) Dink Wartendale. And uh, they ask you one question. You can bet all your winnings, all or nothing. And I chose my field of question to be Raiders of the Lost Ark. Although behind the scenes, they ask you three. I chose Star Wars, Platoon, and Raiders of the Lost right. Ark or Indiana Jones. These are, these are strong, can- yeah. strong yeah. categories for you. Yeah. And they ask me, what's the name of the snake in the plane when Indy gets out of you know the temple there? And I said, that's easy. It's Richie. And they go, no, it's Reggie. And you can't tell in the movie, he goes, that's just my pet snake, Reggie. And uh, I later came to find out that it was, in fact, I believe, Richie. And they <laughs> no, screwed no. me over. Or is it, or did I say? It is Reggie. You said Reggie. I said Reggie. Yes. They said Richie. Okay, yeah. They're wrong. It officially is Reggie. What if I'm wrong this whole time and they were right? And that I've just bastardized this, my own well, story. Wig Martindale's corpse much, comes in. How much like, money are we talking about here? What'd you, what'd you risk? I think I risked something like $3,500 and I would have gotten... 
two or three times that, I think. And I ended up leaving with a $500 savings bond. So there's a fucking associate producer out there who owes you seven grand. Yeah, Yeah. you got ripped off. Yeah. Because it is... Reggie. And I love that that snake's name is That's right. Reggie. That's all Reggie. regulated now, thanks to Quiz Show. And this was too. In fact, when I said that, everyone went quiet and they paused the game and I had to stand there with Wink Martindale while all these people conferred because they're like, did he get it? Did he not get it? And the longest minutes of my life was standing in the spotlight with me and Wink Martindale and Wink's just like, sounds, sounds like they're not sure friend. You know? <laughs> oh my God. That's I don't know so what to perfect. tell you. So, so what do you do? You know, just I'd make like a small to talk. Oh, yeah. the first time I've heard this story. Really? Yeah. Oh yeah. It's uh, a, yeah. that I haven't heard the part that about Wink Martindale having to make small talk angry. when the judges figure shit out. Driving home in my 84 Honda Accord, even though it was the late nineties that was grinding gears. I had a five I, a savings bond I could cash in for five hundred dollars or wait like ten years and get a thousand, mm-hmm. and a pink rubber piggy bank that was the logo of the show debt, which was just and I had that pink piggy bank forever. <laughs> you got rid of that pink piggy bank? I guess I did. Oh, it was too painful, man. I, understand. I, understand. <laughs> I cashed that savings bond right in because it oh, was. Of course. I, of course. I was in college. I needed all the money I could get. Oh, when I was a uh, when I was in my early twenties working at the Apple Store at the Grove, yeah. I they had a employee stock purchase program where you could like take ten percent of your oh, yeah. paycheck out every paycheck period, and you would be able to buy employee stock at the whatever the lowest strike price was for that quarter. Uh huh. Oh wow. And I was like, I, I'm. 23 i need the money yeah, now yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh yeah i no think back shit. i'm like man yeah. that'd be fucking a sweet lots of money that stock split seven times <laughs> but i needed gas <laughs> <laughs> yeah the uh, um i i have my hunch is that the person who wrote the question was a stubborn asshole whose like <laughs> job was on the line and they were like, "What? Well, you think it's Richie, huh?" He's like, "Yeah, it's definitely Richie. Send this guy home. Yeah, this kid's not going to fight it. Look at him." <laughs> yeah, and they were right. Yeah, oh they were right. Um, uh, uh, the um, bringing it to James Bond and James Bonding. Uh, you guys uh, with this opening, mm-hmm. you guys make a remark that I love in James Bond. Like, when are we going to get? An opening that is a true cold opening that's right. not connected Related. at all yeah. to the movie plot wise. Um, Raiders doesn't do this because you get little uh, little Belloc you get popping in. But um, if it's not a complaint, it's not like me being like, "Oh, I wish it was right. a mission." I'm so happy Belloc's there, yeah. especially because when he pops back up, when you're, but you oh, feel shit. the you yeah. feel the beats, you feel the James Bond beats that mm-hmm. Spielberg is doing in the movie. Yeah, when did that start up the um, particular the, meeting the adversary well, villain at the end of the did, is that I'm that has to be well happened in a Bond movie before the it happened in Raiders. The now, oftentimes that doesn't happen to like second act. Somebody who's connected to the villain though, oh, like a yeah, henchman. Well, yeah. it happens yeah. in From Russia with Love. Mm-hmm. Um, you meet Red Grant and and that's the second movie and Rosa Klebb. But, but first, hey, that very year, uh, Blowfield and uh, James Bond are facing off with each other in For Your Eyes Only in the beginning. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Wait, what? Oh, of this year. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. right. That's right. <laughs> that may be the first where you get the villain himself. But he's not. They're just dumb. No. Uh, yes, man that's with the right. golden gun. Yeah. yeah, he doesn't stick around for the rest of the movie. Yes. No, it's not true because it's the mobster, even though there's like a mannequin of James Bond. That's not. But also, true. like, you don't get the, uh, the unrelated 
cold open wasn't a thing until Goldfinger. Okay. That's right. Yeah, right. Uh-huh. that's right. And then they managed to do it. I Up until like, On Her Majesty's. Yeah. And then, <laughs> excuse me. I would say, like, after Goldfinger, it was like a 70% rate yeah. of them doing it. You only live twice as related because yeah. they fake his death. Right. Diamonds Forever is related because he's after Blofeld. Due to a kill. So that's an early one of the cold open ends with him being like, wink, wink, Blofeld's about. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, James, yeah. Blofeld's about. <laughs> In classic terms, how could I put it? But Blofeld's You mean the about. author of All My Pain? Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, 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 but in, in uh, that same summer of 81, where you could get a villain in a Belloc or a, um, a, 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 who was the main bad guy in For Your Eyes Only, the Russian dude? Uh, uh, no, Stados. Uh, yeah. And then, oh, or, for your own, oh, For Your Eyes Only? Yeah. Red Grant. But okay. You mean in no. oh, for years only? Sorry. Yeah. Rush with Love is Red Grand. Yes. Yeah. Um, so the uh, in the theater next to these movies in the multiplex that summer, you got Superman 2 fighting Zod uh, and shit. Yeah. Um, but I would say out of that summer of baddies, uh, uh, I love Belloc. And one thing I love about Belloc is, um, you know how with the James Bond villains, there's always that thing of um, if. He's not stronger than Bond, the villain. Right. He has to be smarter than him. And if he's smarter, then that means he's like effeminate. It's just like a, <laughs> yeah. a weird route yeah. they choose. He can't be smarter yeah. than Bond. He has to like be smarter and then like turned on by Bond. He also plays dirtier than Bond. Uh, then, then oh, that's true. Yeah, Harrison he Ford takes shortcuts and stuff. Um, but what I love about, I, I think they do that because they have to figure out a way to make the villain be sort of seductive to the hero. Yeah. But what I love, who's the actor who plays Bella? Gosh, darn it. I should Paul remember his name. Freeman. Freeman, yes. Paul oh, Freeman. great. Thank you. Uh, when he's delivering his lines, he's not doing a, the like a mustache twirling thing of, he's trying to get the impact of being a bad guy. When he's talking to Indiana Jones, you see like, he's trying to use all of his tools of like true... Um, seduction, but also just persuasion yeah. to get him on. There's no point where oh, he's he ever like, like making it difficult he feels to like come to his side. He's right. trying to get Indy to transfer out of a state college into his Ivy League school. Yeah. <laughs> yes, you yeah, gotta, yeah. We will give you tenure, tenure. Let me say something on this because I have for a while now been saying if there's a weakness to the Indiana Jones franchise, it's its villains. Mm. And I even included Belloc in that. And I've said it on podcasts before, mm. but I did turn to you when on the screening when we were watching this and Belloc comes up and I turned to Paul and I went, I was wrong. <laughs> Paul, he's so charismatic and oh, he's very. so subtle. And I think maybe it's just, he's not grandiose or memorable, but in the, for like, for a benefit of the movie to the benefit yeah. of the movie where like bond villains are way more grandiose. And I think I'm, they're trying to go with that with Mola Ram. Mm-hmm. You know, what's interesting about it too, is like in the, in the vein of James Bond, you have these villains who are actually not the ultimate villain. Hitler yeah. is the ultimate oh, villain. Yeah. They're doing this all to please Hitler. <laughs> right. And that's how they like, you, you want to open this up in front of Hitler without uh, checking to see if it works. Don't forget Shiva. Yeah. I love yeah. that. Belloc is actually like a henchman. Yeah. To Blofeld yeah. slash Hitler or whatever. And that Blofeld is. and, yeah. and uh, Indy only come face to face when he signs that book. <laughs> <laughs> I do think Walter Donovan's a pretty, I actually think he's a pretty weak villain in both Bond and Last mm. Crusade. He's just, 
I don't know. There's something I like him now as an older actor on like yeah. Game of Thrones and mm-hmm. the fact that he has to be a good guy at first and a bad guy later, like gets a mask. Maybe that robs him of getting to be a full yeah. villain the whole time. And you're yeah. right, like Mola Ram is just like doesn't say anything. It's weird that He's they just don't make the um ambassador guy in Doom run the thuggy cult. Oh like, right. Chadar Law. Yeah, yeah. I know he looks different. It's like he might seem to small to be run a thuggy cult or something but it's just weird like let that villain talk and kind of be the point of view but with Belloc uh, yeah um, I do hear I hear people maybe he's not like just uh, you don't get the full maybe because he isn't like a um, capital V villain yeah Um, he never punches or hits anybody no, and you've got it's two harder great, to like get in. He's your classic, like I won't get my hands dirty. Yes, yeah. But he's oh, that reminds me. He's gifted with uh, Lawrence Kasdan's uh, writing of the mm. dialogue, which is like the best in any action movie ever. Yeah, and so he gets to say shit like that thing about like I could bury my yeah. wa- this watch here, take it back yeah. up in five hundred years, and it would be yeah. Yeah. Uh, 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 they say the Ark is a a, a tele a, a communicator with God. Yeah. So he gets like a lot of cool, and then uh, that whole scene between him and Marion with their drinking each other under oh, the table yeah. and stuff. He's wonderful. Which I'm on that. still trying to process that scene. How so? Because I'm like, because it, it felt when he re- when he reveals that it's for his family's vineyard. To me, that was like, oh, he's playing her. I've wondered this too. Is that supposed can, to be? He can drink just as much as she can because they're also drinking something he grew up with. I've wondered if that's supposed to be a turn that like you it doesn't really land right. Like you think she's like, oh, we've saw her introduction as she can drink yeah. anybody, so we just know she's acting a little bit more drunk to get him more right. drunk. But then when he's like, it's my label, then you yeah. would think it's the moment where then oh, he fuck. becomes yeah. sober. Yeah, and he's like, take her away. You know, but like, like also, that, like I, he doesn't seem drunk when they when everyone comes into the tent. So maybe that is I him. I feel like that's him playing Marion. Hmm. I never caught that before. Okay, so maybe it is the family label I part is so. revealed when the guy comes in and he's like, Beep. "Yeah, mm. I think so." Yeah. Hmm. It is funny the idea that your family label, if you grew up drinking, it means you have like immunity to yeah. its I mean, uh, effects. Uh, it's really great taking it off the teat, you know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so the scene after the. Opening then goes to the classroom. Yes, Matt, yeah. you had uh, yeah, Matty M. You had uh, thoughts on the here's, classroom thing. Here's something I, I didn't really put together until. And tell me if I'm wrong. Everybody listening. Please, please tell me it, I'm wrong all the time. Us, whatever. Uh, the, there's a, the, everyone, you know, the girl says, I love you on the eyelids. She closes her eyes. You see everyone fawning after Indiana Jones. They all make their way out of the classroom. And then there's a beat where... A gentleman in a sweater vest, <laughs> timidly and, and bow tie and bow tie. He, he timidly <laughs> is holding an apple and and just wondering if he should go through with giving the apple to uh, Harrison Ford. And he finally he just does and he gives it and goes, which I feel like is him as a, a gay man mm-hmm. being like, 
I gotta let him know <laughs> if I'm gonna come out with this yeah, right now. I always and put he it just like drops he was it and just goes. A, a, like all business kind of nerd of like this is what I do and you know. But no, when you me, pointed that out, because every woman in that class is making goo goo eyes yeah. at him, and it's the yeah. cherry. That's great. Yeah, I like I used to register as like oh he's the classic ass kisser leaving yeah. the apple trying to uh, suck up to the teacher but uh, it's weird that I'm saying ass kiss and suck up <laughs> with well, this but you know. when I watched it I did think um, uh, not in a, a, a punching down way it's like a the cherry to the joke of Harrison oh, Ford turns on everyone and you gotta it's get true. make peace with right. that because yeah. I was always wondering <laughs> if he's just admitting an, you are fucking hot the thing that I feel like supports your thesis there is that if he was the teacher's pet, why would he do it so stealthily and so like awkwardly? You'd think he'd want him to set it and kind of right. like look yeah. at Harrison Ford like I'm giving you an apple, but it feels almost like a leaving a secret admirer yes. note or something. That's yeah. what it felt like to me too. And I laughed at it because I had not really seen that on the big screen in forever. And I yeah. hadn't really. It's a sweet moment too. Yeah. His little, yeah. Uh, like his, uh, his attitude is really sweet. The yeah. way he drops it off. Oh, it's, he's uh, yeah. like whoever that that actor is. Like that's yeah. very good specific acting. Yes. And then Brody takes it. Are yeah. we to read yeah. anything into that? Yeah. Maybe. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> no, I think we're going to find out in the new movie that uh, Brody had progeny. Oh, so that's kind. what we think a Waller Bridge might be. I think so. Oh, a bridge between that's the my, two that's movies. My <laughs> Not a wall. Because he says he her. says he's her godfather, right? In yeah. the trailer. Yeah. Yeah. I'll make him an author. That's a trailer. But I think that I think even I think she would be too young. Although, let's see. If it's, it's in the 69. 69. This is 36. 36 or 30. Yeah, okay. Hmm. Okay. <laughs> all right all right brody now let it go okay <laughs> uh and then the exposition scene uh we talked about and then he goes back home to his house i love oh, uh dr indiana jones's house dr henry ford where is his that long smoking jacket where's the house i think that's a set on l street i uh, in the same way that matt has wigdar uh-huh during covid uh-huh. matt i've really developed my set dar. Oh, uh, and, and I think it's a beautifully made like art deco kind of bachelor's wow. den that he goes back to. Interesting. Um, and I just imagine loving it being like on the same set where like the Hoth <laughs> set was. <laughs> yeah. uh, uh, but then, uh, yeah, he goes and he gets uh, excited for the, the big, uh, throws His that lo- gun in the floor suitcase. length smoking jacket. Robe yeah. is amazing. He's, yeah. What is that? Okay. So they get, Let's, what happens between cuts? Like, I think why those is two, he in a smoking jacket? Well, that's his. Uh, that's what you'd lounge around in in your own house. You so, get, but like, is he? Go, did they go home? It was like, come on, hang out. We'll go. We'll talk. We'll chit chat. And then I think those two government guys have yeah. to go to their top men, right, and discuss it, and they yep. have to get approval. Then they contact Brody, yeah. or Brody stays with them. Uh-huh. Yeah, Jones goes home. Yeah. Jones goes home. Has a. Sh- well, they have champagne, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. He's got champagne chilling. You get a succession <laughs> of three great Jones looks. Four, I guess you get the classic at the beginning, the yeah, academic H1. one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Then you get smoking jacket one. Yeah. And then the next one, when Traveler. he gets on the plane, I think it's the only time in Crusade, maybe, he wears suits, but they're more kind of like Tweedy professor suit. Yeah. Tweed-ish. Yeah. 
This one, when he gets on that plane, he's got that beautiful like pinstripe sort of like yeah. Yeah. combo. That's the last. And then maybe that's, that's what he wears he on the steps at the he end. He doesn't want to get chalk on that one. No, yeah. no, no, no. You're right. He wears it for when, he, when he goes to Venice, he's wearing a, a regular suit. Yeah, that's maybe less stylish. Yeah. It's more like... It's lighter. Uh, it's, it's more summery. But it's it could the be the suit hat. he wears on the steps at the end of Raiders when he's walking down with Miriam. Could be that same... Maybe it's a different suit. I don't know. It's the same hat though, right? I think it is. Yeah. It's his regular hat. Just, you mean? Yeah. Oh, that he's wearing with the suit? Yeah. No, it's okay, a it's a, it's hat, a right? new uh, fedora. A different uh, hat. Hat dark. Yeah. Hat <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, at some point, to answer your question of like where he's changing, at some point before when he gets off the plate, he goes into like right. a truck stop bathroom and changes into <laughs> In his Nepal, Indiana Jones yeah. clothes. Yeah. Before yeah. he goes and meets Marion at the bar. Didn't yeah. that but also like it's funny, every time I watch an Indiana Jones movie, I just go watching the red line move across the <sighs> globe and stop everywhere. I'm like, why would he go anywhere? It takes I so know. fucking long. <laughs> you know, did he like, yeah, when he flies, he in stop in Hawaii. Hawaii, did he stay? <laughs> did he have some fun? Did yeah, he, yeah, yeah. I mean, there's probably some relics he could find there. Just a little. Oh my God. Jaunt. It's so I'm going to write a series effing. of novellas called Indiana Jones, the layovers. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's Kauai. He probably sure got into some adventures. <laughs> when got the idol. So boring. You're right. You got like one life magazine. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what and those flights would take way longer. They're oh, prop God. flights too. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Uh, and, but when that red line like, shows up, just oh, sorry, Matt, what were you gonna say? No, no, that's it. The, 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 when that shows up, uh, when I saw it as a kid, that seemed to me like it existed in the same way as like a stained glass window at church, it was just <laughs> there and it like made sense, yeah. And I knew exactly what it right. is, but I don't know the antecedent. Like when I first saw it, I remember saying to my mom, it was probably with Temple Doom because I saw that place. But it was like, what is that? Yeah. And it's like, oh, that's kind of movies used to sh have a fun way of showing how people were traveling. It's I think shoot. she's right, but I never saw what yeah, that is. Yeah, I think it is a trope it's, that it's been called used. propeller leather. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's just like they never uh, knew to cut it out back then. But it's gorgeous how it does that kind of like then like zoom in once he gets to Nepal. Yeah, I kind of like yeah, does that yeah. little push in and uh, this yeah. Nepal sequence, man. I always want to say like this is my favorite sequence, and then the next one comes along. But hey, we didn't just yeah. Go ahead, go. No, I was there more though. What? what? Oh, that's what you. <laughs> <laughs> you were gonna say it's your favorite, and I was gonna say. It, uh, I, I, I thought we didn't discuss this, but after Raiders was done, I was like, I think. That's my favorite sequence is the shootout. Yeah, it, it, might, be mine. it yeah. might be mine too. I think it is. It's weird that it wasn't full of uh, rich tourists who are about to climb Everest with Sherpas. <laughs> I like, whenever I think of, like, whenever I think of Nepal, I think of like, yeah. just like <laughs> fucking hiding behind <laughs> shirts that say keep <laughs> Nepal weird. <laughs> <laughs> For me, it's down to the opening sequence, the Nepal bar and the truck, the actual moments on the truck. But the shootout, I think this is the one I played the most as a kid for some reason, just because mm -hmm. the gunfire and there's no also music. Got a 45 caliber in this. Yeah. You, you yeah. always associate him with the either the regular service revolver yeah. or that yeah. Webley one in Last Crusade. But the sound of the guns a, yeah. and the fire, the way the music drops out. So there's no John Williams score. So it's just all this like, yeah. <laughs> Ooh, hey. And yeah. it's pretty, I mean, it's, it's pretty tense. And there's like, there's like, a, it's a great 
there's a great story to the fight too. Mm-hmm. Yes. And like you don't think about what's happening to what's the name? Toth? What, what, tote, 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 which tote. means death in German. Just like, Ooh, yeah, but yeah. He, they, uh, correct me if I'm wrong. He does not have a name in the movie. I don't know. What's his credit? I don't in think the movie. he's credited. He's not as, at like, all? I don't think he's credited as anything because the name, as far as I know, the name didn't Just exist bad dude until or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Hench guy. <laughs> That's great. What, so many names have been created just right, to so a toy has them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> but this is also the the intro to Marion, and it's one of the greatest character intros there is. Oh, my too. God. And just her whole drinking scene into her conversation with Jones, then conversation with the Nazis, mm-hmm. and then the fight. It's beautiful. Flawless, perfect. man. Flawless and perfect. Yep. The irony of her having that one thing around her neck. Did, yeah, she, did yes. she know people were looking for it at that point, or is so it she just, just was knew it was worth something? I think. Mm-hmm. And then the the shoots, I mean the amount of cash him, that, that shoots them both that and she they, takes down in that drinking contest. Yeah, like she fills that box with cash. Right, but what? That's some Nepalese <laughs> money. You remarked that uh, her uh, the person she's facing off in that drinking game looks like my you. daughter. <laughs> <laughs> he is cute. I thought he was a woman for the longest time. I did too, yeah. but he's just an English actor. There are so many white people playing Nepalese people in this. Oh, in sure. fact, the one guy that comes in with Tote has the full-on prosthetic eyelids. I didn't know until oh very God. recently that those were there to make him look like a different race. I thought they were... I knew that they were makeup effects or makeup, but I just thought it was to... Just to make him look... To, to equal whatever totes going on with his face. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. yeah. Huh. Now's a good time to, to, to talk about the... F- famous uh what would you call it bullet they dodged by originally having marion be so much younger than she already was because there's that that uh transcript of the original story discussions Mm -hmm. they had with kasdan and lucas and spielberg and she was going to be something when talking about when they first met Mm -hmm. because i think in this version when Indy was with her, she might have been 16 or 17. She 17. goes, uh, I sound like a guy who knows all the state laws in every room yeah. <laughs> you know, across <laughs> the country. She was, he said 17. Yeah. Uh, no. Parental consent. She says, I was a child. I was 17. You knew better or something yeah. like that. And uh, yeah, uh, the b- bullet dodged, you're saying, is was like. It, yeah, was she like going to be like 12 or 13 or something like that? I haven't read that. The people should read that like story conference thing because yeah. it's uh, amazing. It's so fascinating. And but it's I forget, Lucas who wants it well, that hang way, on, right? Hang on, hang on. You don't know when the fuck Indiana Jones started hanging out with uh, his mentor, Ravenwood, like when he took up archaeology. No, but she's talking directly about when they had their first romance right. and he broke her heart. What I'm saying is he was 19, maybe. 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 Oh, I see what you're saying. The difference between what um, their ages are. Yeah, yeah, but if he's popping around Ravenwood, that means he's probably gone through grad school. That's what you think. I think he started early. I <laughs> Maybe he's a Doogie Howser. That time that he. But she's saying, "I was a child. You should have known better." Meaning, like you weren't a child, and I was. And also, if that's her, uh, was how she's is her experience. Yeah. Then that is, she's going, I was a child. They're like, okay, Indy should have known better. Clearly. I was 12. You're older than me. What if Indy said that? And just, but he didn't. <laughs> oh my God. I just love that. that <laughs> I was a child. I, I was 17. Yeah. And I was five. <laughs> <laughs> What's your fucking point? Uh, the fact that the character would be canceled today. Not the not the movie, but like Indiana Jones, the archaeologist, as an old. Let's say, how old would he be now? I mean, look, product of the times, though, they probably could have gotten married back then. 
Oh, I'm sure. I, that aside, I, I was just, I remember sometime reading or hearing about this transcript and I feel like I remember Lucas kind of saying like, oh, she should be 12 when this originally happened. And you're kind of like, oh my gosh. whoa, put on the brakes, Lucas. She should be the age of a youngling. Youngling? <laughs> That's George, I mean. George, George, slow it down. She's his Padawan. What's a Padawan? Wait till you hear. <laughs> I've got oh, a great idea. You're going to wait. Can, can I talk to you about the glory of midichlorians? <laughs> when you were talking about the Ravenwood prequel adventures and stuff, I did think, oh, that would be something they'd have to be delicate about is that he's falling in love with Canon in uh, Canon Ravenwood's daughter who's a child. Yeah, but if they never even deal with it, if it just ends, whatever the Ravenwood thing is, it ends with Indy coming to the door for the first time, you know? Yes. Oh, perfect. And yes, they're like yes, two yes. years apart. But just, I just want a hero, <laughs> another like archaeological mm-hmm. hero. And, in that and world. Ravenwood sounds like the guy and it would be kind of like, 1914 or yeah. 1920 and, or and something. You have the lore that he was obsessed with the Ark yeah. more than uh, Jones was. So you get mm. to see. How did he get the headpiece? You know, yeah. Where yeah. did he get it? Yeah. Oh, like, you're, you guys are talking like you're making solo a Star Wars story. I'm, I'm telling you. <laughs> Where did those dice come from? Matt, read our strip. Uh, <laughs> Abner Ravenwood and the. And the staff of Ra, come on, the headpiece to the staff of Ra from the temple. Crusade does do the thing though, where you find out how he got his name, like That's in Solo. True. That I is know. true. Yeah. Um, uh, uh, the intro to Marion, though, like you said, is like so cool because any uh, fella or any girl who likes girls would be like. I'm in love with this person. Yeah. She's so mm-hmm. cool yeah. and uh, strong and funny. And uh, and then if you're a girl and you're not attracted to girls or you're a boy and you're not attracted to girls, she's still so effing cool. And you're you want to be her. And you've got Harrison You want to be her then. Yeah, You're going to give her an apple. And you've got Harrison Ford. And you're going to give him an apple. Yes. To yeah. They both get apples. Oh. But I love that opening scene because it's it is, there's pain there. You can see she has a something, mm-hmm. a history with him that's complicated and it hurts her that he's showing up. And so it is a really uh, smoldering. Oh, it's so good. And she's one of the best uh, female action characters because she, now she does end up being the damsel in distress, but it's so reluctant on her part, not because she's afraid, right. but because he dicks her over. Yeah. yeah. And the she's, two, yes. The yeah. two big post bond twists are that Indy's scared of snakes, that he has yeah. some sort of like vulnerability that's really yeah. funny. And that's just one version. He's got vulnerability all through the movie where he's like getting too cocky and then yeah. gets kicked in the nuts and stuff. But then Marion is the also the twist. It's like she's a, a person who's just as formidable as Indy. And, uh, also, see, if, they, if, they, if they both thought monkeys were gross... <laughs> movie would have gone a lot smoother. Or dates. Yeah, like, what about dates? Yeah. You can eat them. <laughs> it's a date. You eat it. You eat it. Bad date. Every time I go that's into my like, bridge. That's her writing. <laughs> the date? She's, 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 she's Salah's kid. Uh, handing the date plate over. Oh, I think, is that Deep Roy, that kid? No. It's not? No. Okay. Deep Roy was an adult man at that point. I don't think so. Yes. He was? Yeah. Are you talking, well, there's Salah's kids, and then there's the person who's working in the, like, sorcerer's house. Yeah. And I don't know if that's necessarily Salah's kid. Yeah, I don't And that could be possibly deep. uh, But um, that part, maybe we're jumping ahead a little Mm -hmm. bit, but that part is the most 
not in a bad way, non-Raiders-y part in my yeah, mind. Yeah, the set. That set, set must be, oh, sure. must be like sure. pinging. And it also just has that moment where he's like, maybe something mystical is happening and there's wind chimes and music and he's like, yes, there is something mystical. <laughs> like it just doesn't, uh, feels no, a little no different. No explanation than, for that old wizard man either, except for like, come, have a friend. Come, yeah. come, come. <laughs> yes. Oh my God. He's a perfect, just like movie character. Like <laughs> one and done. Two things I always do in my real life. If I'm measuring something like doing some woodworking or something and I'll, I'll say to myself, it's like 76 inches, but then take one back for whose God this is. <laughs> so I, also, whenever like Glenn is crying in her crib or in her car seat, and I know she still has to sleep, I'll go in there to try to soothe her and be like, I feel like I'm getting Marion and I go, I can't, honey. I'll be back. I'll be back to save you. Because when I leave, I feel like I'm betraying her. Uh, uh, you know, these movies also, and these podcasts also offer opportunities, like you just did, Matt, to just share personal experiences. Mm -hmm. So when you said the measuring thing, yeah. uh, I don't know if I've ever shared this story ever before, but uh, one time when I'm like 12 or 11, my friend and his brother, who's like 10, we're curious. Mm -hmm. Whose dick is longer? Sure. Let's go get a <laughs> sure. ruler. Yep. We'll go. And instead of going in one by one, we'll just all stand sure. in the bathroom well, you together. verify. Yes, sure. yes. No, no I mean, it's not trust. like you're digging yeah. up cats. You're There's fine. No <laughs> you're fine. There's no honor system here. Uh, so we got to be all there together and, you know, measure. Mine was the smallest. And we, <laughs> step, and we step out of the bathroom. And I notice while we're coming out. Uh-huh that my sister is down at the hallway with a friend. And I go, hmm, okay, she's there, she's gone. Didn't really think about it more than that. Like three weeks later, a friend of my sister's comes up and goes, your sister was saying you came out of the bathroom with a ruler with your friends. I was like, <laughs> oh, she didn't know. No. She didn't know. She saw it. She saw it and oh, confirmed no. it. Yeah. Take one back for who's got this is. Exactly. I love it. It's like the only conceivable reason. 12 year olds it would be with a ruler in the bathroom is yeah I mean, I mean you weren't going to do Eight, renovations it's pretty obvious yeah. Eight science <laughs> <laughs> that was not deep Roy I was wrong it's okay hey you know what you could be a person who uh, a, a real Richie a person who writes a question <laughs> where he insists that it's Richie the snake God and damn. you know what because you have a computer we'd believe you Thank you. I'd be like, okay, I guess it was Deep Roy. Thank you. The end of that fight in the bar, uh, uh, before the next scene, the, um, when I, my familiarity with this movie is watching it, uh, a taped copy from ABC, sure. Sunday Nights. Yeah. So when she goes, I'm your goddamn Damn partner, partner, she doesn't say goddamn, and it goes to commercial. It's like uh, the perfect commercial act. Right Ernie Anderson, Saturday night on the love boat, Sonny Bono stars. <laughs> I have watched the TV ads for Raiders. It's like, it's the movie that left you cold. What? Really? <laughs> Why? Sweat? <laughs> yeah, I suppose. Sure, sure, sure. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. So what happens after that bar fight? Straight to Cairo. Over? We get the red line Cairo. to Cairo. Red line yeah. to Cairo. And yeah. then... Uh, I always get that confused with Roger Moore being told to Cairo is where... Like, honestly, the two Where's movies... Fekish? The two Cairo. movies in my brain... Yeah. Have become a movie. What's so, the Roger the Moore Cairo spy who loved me? Roger Moore's looking for Beckish. Beckish, yes. Fekish. Right. And he, yeah. he's beating everybody up to get an answer. 
and the the finally he gets the answer at the top of a building he's holding so there's someone who's holding onto his tie hanging off the building and uh he the guy goes cairo and then james just goes <laughs> and, like knocks the tie out of his hand and he falls to his death yeah a rare yeah brutal move for roger Moore's but, I, Bond. but yeah. the two movies for me like when james bond is in cairo and harrison ford's indiana jones in cairo i've like half half the time the scenes i'm like where's that oh no that's the other movie. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Well, the, the spy who loved me too is before Raiders. Yeah. So they Looks were like they stole Indy. Cairo. Yeah. And he was going yeah. around in his backyard. Although you, you look at uh, Octopussy after Raiders, <laughs> which so stole from Raiders, although also kind of came before Temple of Doom. It did, but kind of right, also right. with its kind of like Indian culture. You know what I had? Yeah. I, I, I hadn't noticed this until today i was thinking about it has there ever been an has an american ever directed james bond before um cory fukunaga carrie yeah. fukunaga no first american director wow. yeah, yeah. That, unless you count irvin kirshner on never say never again <laughs> <laughs> irving were, did you ever have to get become a british uh, like a uk citizen to i had to... to learn the accent <laughs> Which I'm doing right now. A British accent. Oh, which, what part of uh, what part of North my or... accent don't you understand? No, what part of the, the United Kingdom are you from? I'm from the American what? Air Force Base. Oh. I got through on a loophole and you see that's directing. You have to throw them for a loop to have drama. Solutions too. You gotta be, that, figure out that's right. how to fix it. When you were directing uh, RoboCop 2. Uh... Best movie of my career. <laughs> oh. <laughs> When did you know it was the best movie you were making? Ever? Day one, when I got the script. When I got the script, it was written on the back of an old Archie comic. And I said, let's shoot the whole thing. Let's shoot the Archie comic. And we did. It got cut. Did you feel time. anything about, like, did you feel a connection with a robot cop? Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, that robot cop. You connected to that part where he took out that uh, uh, the brain and smashed it on the concrete. That was me. It was I was extempore on the day saying, "Let's do this." It's in my brain. My brain's in nuke. a jar. My brain was whacked out on nuke. Oh man, classic Kane. <laughs> That's right. Kane his nuke. Kane and his nuke. We were doing Kane's a nuke. lot of nuke on set. Yeah, we were doing. <laughs> Let me tell you, there was a part of the budget that was that just was set a aside for Nuke. Prop. <laughs> Nuke changed my life. So, Irwin, I don't know if you know this. Yes. If you go to prop stores, uh-huh. a lot of times you'll see, yes. uh, quote unquote, real props of RoboCop 2 yes. for the Nuke, yes. but it's just the little eye droplets that you get. Right, uh, right. If, are you getting a piece of this at all? Or are I, these prop houses ripping you off? Say, I can't say. Have I will you? just say, if you can get your hands on some vintage nuke from the set of Robocop 2, do it. Puts Quaaludes to, huh? Puts <laughs> to shame. Oh, don't even get me started. I met my wife when I was tripping balls on nuke. <laughs> I'd gone to Studio 53, which was came after, oddly. I don't know why. It was a West Coast. Uh, like Devil fran- Well, they franchised it. They decided to go backwards in number. I don't know. I wanted to be 55, but they wouldn't let me do it. And so I, cool. I was going to 53, which was, of course, in Laguna Beach. And it was a lot of hippies and artisans. And there was the Sawdust Festival and the Pageant of the Masters. And sure. you'd get high on Nuke. You'd go stand still in a great Renaissance painting for two hours so a bunch of rich families could look at you. 
And then you go to Studio 53, drop a little bit of nuke from an eyedropper into your gins and tonic, have a blast. Then we go to up to an old 70s wood-framed house and just... <laughs> Just have a wet nap with three to five people. What a day. What a time. Well, what a day. What yeah. a day. That oh, sounds like a, a beautiful yeah. night, too. Irving, thank you so much. You're welcome. I really must be going. I'm doing an Indiana Jonesing podcast. Oh. With, um, <laughs> I'm doing a podcast about Indiana Jones. The multiverse Jones. is collapsing. <laughs> yes, what? I don't understand why you would be huh? doing that podcast, Irving. Because the new film is coming out and we want to do one a month until uh, it comes out. And we wanted to talk to you about Never Say Never. Did you have to become a citizen uh, in order to direct a James Bond oh, movie? Oh, good question. Yeah, yes, yeah, I yeah. did. I had to become a British citizen. Can you well, tell you were on the military base. How did you How do you know that? I've never told that story before. Uh, Mr. Kirsch. Oh, paging me. <laughs> paging Dr. Me. Remembering the off-ramp we took to get here. <laughs> I had no recollection of we got to Irving Kirsch. I'm always happy. I do Kirsch. have to go. I've been dead for years. Understood. Oh, bye now. Bye. Take care. Oh, I love it when he oh, he's drops by, he's, though. He's yeah. just a treat every time. He always tells a story he's never told before. <laughs> what I miss? Uh, I'm not going to uh, believe it, but Irving Kirshner was. Oh, God. Sala is quite uh, what a great character and a whole array of great characters in this movie. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That actor. He's, he's so a, funny. Speaking of prop houses that sell things that you're oh, like, yeah. come on. I've been seeing lately uh, uh, containers like this big of of red blood from Jaws. Come on, and I'm just like, oh my who's God. buying these? Wait, it's a little droplet of bullshit. You That's mean. what they call it? Yeah, they say it is. I, I it should I would, be brown would, in there. I the bullshit. Yeah, it is not. From There's Jaws. no way it would have evaporated not. by now, like, even in a hermetically sealed been? vial. Yeah, Come Richard on. Dreyfus is under there with a Ziploc bag <laughs> trying to catch all the. Like, trying to catch a goldfish in a pet store. <laughs> Wow. It's like that. And like always, I always see casino chips from Casino Royal. Mm. Uh, you mean those? Yes, those, those right there. And I, I got one from Dr. No. They're like, I often Ooh. see them. Yeah. Thanks and to then, Phil, uh, our man in the East, Phil Nobile Jr. Beautiful. Wow. Yeah. Cool. Uh, where'd, maybe, you get those, where'd you get those sweet tarot cards? From my buddy, Matt Martin. <laughs> Paul, I noticed you haven't gotten me a James Bond trinket. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> What if uh, somebody you're like, oh, it was hard to trust that tarot reader I went to. You're like, oh yeah, huh? I was like, you pronounced it tarot. <laughs> that was the first red flag. <laughs> so I'm going to read your tarot card now. Oh boy, I put oh, down 65 this is grams the, the card of teeth. You've been dealt the card of teeth. <laughs> Kong of coops. <laughs> Kong of Coops. Oh, the Quan of Coops. Indiana Jones and the Kong of Coops. So we're in Cairo. We are mm -hmm. having a great time there. We're going through the marketplace, and uh oh, a bunch of Cairo mercenaries come after India. Cursenaries, I'd call them. Cairo mercenaries. <laughs> Urban cursenaries. <laughs> cursenaries. Yeah. Uh, yeah, unexpected. It always surprises me how, how Miriam dies. And, uh, I mean, it's a great scene between Bellic and Indy in the in that after she after the explosion. Yeah, is that post explosion. Yes, because he's drinking because oh. he's so upset because he thinks he uh, killed, killed Mary. Yeah, which but, that is one little plot point of them switching baskets, which I guess is kind of works for those cereals they were kind of vaping. But I remember even as a kid going, "Gone, come on." You well, just when he's got to look in every basket, you're like, "This is a task that uh, no one's going to complete." Well, what basket did they put? Did they? Did they intentionally switch baskets, the, the Germans? Yeah. Why? 
What do you mean, why? To throw him off the scent. Hmm. I got curious, you know, just because of that serialized thing. And uh, um, if you watch the movie, there's oh, there is a cliffhanger at the end of every kind of like 20 oh, minutes, every like yeah. two reels that is like, and the Marion truck explosion is totally like would time out as the comeback next week uh, oh, to see what fantastic. the fuck happened to Marion yeah. here. Uh, but uh, it How is the Duke a, boys going to get out of this one. Oh, man. I wonder if that's They're just going to jump it. <laughs> <laughs> that seems either. It seems uh, like sophisticated to me or something. It's still like not something that I would expect in an action movie where she gets killed. He thinks she's dead. And then uh, kind of gives up hope for a moment. Mm. Like that's usually uh, near the end of the movie yeah. or something. Like, you, you, like yeah. I, I do. It is when she blows up. When the truck blows up, uh, it does make me always go, "Oh wow, I forgot that this kind of comes quicker than." It's an interesting structure. This movie, and and it's often been said that this movie would go point A to point Z virtually the same without Indiana Jones in the movie. Meaning right. the Nazis still end up with the Ark and are killed by the Ark and would have done so without him. They never would have found it. I think they never would have found it if he wasn't there. Oh, that is a great rejoinder to that I don't think so. I think comment. they would have because they already were heading to her bar and they would have tortured her and gotten, gotten it. Oh. She would have put up a fight. Hmm. She would have oh. put up a fight. I think she would have just sold it probably because she was already open to that I interesting think. she wouldn't have known its significance would have just been like i think they would have gotten it the I, only difference would be abner would have told uh, her the significance it, it, it yeah it probably would have happened the same because even belloc would have wanted to do the thing regardless of indiana jones he'd wanted to open it before they right, bring it before right. the fuhrer exactly um um but there's even a notion to consider like if Belloc just did that because Indiana Jones kind of messed up his mission and now he just wants to double check, you could argue that Indiana Jones actually messes it up because if he had opened it up to the Fuhrer, Hitler would have <laughs> yeah, been like, you know, <laughs> like, Indy, yeah. just let it do their business. <laughs> let them melt some faces along oh. the way. The only difference is it wouldn't have ended up in that warehouse. It would have just languished on that island and maybe more Nazis would have come to get it because no one would have been left at the site of the opening. Wouldn't have been a, it would have been a cyclical thing though, right? Each You'd time think, yeah. someone found it, you just open it up and oh, I think it stays on that yeah. island forever as everyone constantly dies. There. I like yeah. that notion though. That helps with that. It's like, yeah, if Indy hadn't come along, then it wouldn't be in quote unquote safe hands where really evil people couldn't yeah. get to it. Yeah. 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 But it's just interesting when the reason I bring this up is I was working on a screenplay with a friend of mine and we were talking about structure and there's just so many people like wine or microphones that are like it has to be a movie has to be structured this oh, way bullshit. that way this yeah. way right. it's absolute horseshit actually raiders is not a very it's not a classical structure and like you're saying it really is based more on serials where you've got marion dying halfway through the movie as opposed to like near the denouement or something yes right right yeah. right 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 yeah 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 uh and he doesn't change really i mean like you could say he kind of ends up believing I mean, he's he doesn't have a character arc. Really. I think that's part of the, you know, it is the shortest running time of all the indie movies. And I think it's because it's what makes it awesome. It's like an action movie completely stripped of any, uh, stripped of any like barnacles that could slow down the ship yep. or any like accoutrement, a car that would slow it down. Yeah. So things like that are just like cast aside just so the 
movie can moon faster. So it's like if it was made. getting hung up about like, no, he needs to actually have a moment where he thinks he should go back to the United States. And, um, but then he, solves his internal goal before yes. his external goal uh, yes. shit. Oh, like, you know he would have gotten a team of uh, elite Marines to come back with him if this was like made now. He would have gone yes. back to the United States. Yep. Yeah, 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 like, yeah. Porkins yeah. would have come back too in his in his military uh, uniform. If, <laughs> it fits with um, the way like Michael Kahn talks about how he uh, the editor, how he edits Spielberg movies and stuff. He's like, I don't get hung up on continuity. Sorry, sorry your cocaine? <laughs> My God. <laughs> Did someone say cocaine? <laughs> That's how he got into yeah. an editing room. It was just like, they think he was like, oh, so he's bringing my cocaine. Uh, cocaine. Uh, he edits just based on like feelings, like continuity, schmontinuity, right. it's whatever you feel. And so with Raiders, I think, yeah, the reason you don't get hung up on what is that happening or you know that really actually wouldn't yeah because uh you're just like it's so propulsive you're yeah like, there's no yeah. time to really think about what you've seen because everything you're seeing is keeping you in the moment so much yeah and if just you know as we compare the future indiana jones movies the argument to this being the best one is that the running the short shortest running time is an indicator that the it's the least uh if an action movie should just be like, what moves the fastest, that right. one wins, right. you know? <laughs> yeah. I know this will be an interesting topic because I know there are a fair yes. amount of people out there that think Last Crusade is either their favorite. I'm not sure they think it's the best. I find it really hard to dispute that Raiders is not the best. Even if you might like Last Crusade, do you think it's a better movie or do you think you just enjoy no, it No, I think more? Raiders is the best of the bunch yeah as far as like a quality made movie yeah but last crusade is by far my favorite gotcha mm. yes i see perfect yeah i love that uh and you the, best both of those exist yeah. yeah in fact is it it's almost really rare that those two cross over right because it's the same mm -hmm. thing with bond right. where casino royale is it is my favorite and I think it's the best, but if I like the most fun for me is a view to a kill or right. something. Yeah. And mm -hmm. I, I think last crusade is really fun. Yeah. Like yeah. octopus is not great, but no. I watch it all the time. Yeah. Like I'll too. put it on whenever I'm watching it right now. That <laughs> same split. Uh, I, already, I, just, I just finished it. <laughs> of how to view those movies too. Uh, reminded me, uh, I didn't, uh, I read this. Somebody else came up with it. That Raiders is like a seventies movie and Temple of Doom is like an eighties movie. And Last Crusade is a kind of a nineties movie because yeah. one's 81, 84, 89. So uh -huh, it's sort of uh -huh. like, and uh, that does feel like the, the 81 elements of this are like Marion's a badass yep, yep. and Harrison Ford is vulnerable 84 is like fortune and fucking glory. Rambo. Yeah. Rambo Jones. <laughs> and then 89 is like, I love it, but it's like, hey, dad's thinking about his dad. It's getting a little touchy feely. <laughs> yeah. And now, yeah. uh, you know, he's getting it's a little squishy. Tracking Spielberg's life. Yeah. Um, uh, and 90s movies were all that. Yeah. It was like boomers, sort of like the coming to home. Like, uh, yeah. uh, what if... Uh, what if we saw the graduate and he had a daughter? <laughs> we haven't talked about the cinematography much. So it's interesting that Douglas Slocum, I think, does all three of these originals, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. But, and but, I heard it took so long for him to like come out of a bathroom. 
<laughs> was because his hair was messy when he went in, right? Yeah, yeah. and then it would take hours yeah. when he yeah. come out, and it'd be perfect, you know, pristine. well done. But it just took a while, <laughs> like a pomade factory had gone through. I mean, I just didn't understand it. And I think he would, in order to do it, he would have to like get a shovel and go into the ground to get, <laughs> to dug the slope. <laughs> This movie looks so different than the other two. It has a classic Hollywood, almost Technicolor look to it, mm. where the other two don't. And I, I can't. I, I think know. it also looks more uh, uh, it, like it, low budge or something. Like it looks like a uh, fitting with what you're saying. Yeah, it just looks. Um, it's a little gauzy. Well, they made it fast, and they did everything they could on yes. the camera. Yeah, you know, just to stay at the 18 million budget. Yeah, and like every shot was storyboarded mm-hmm. pretty right. much before. Yeah, so few effect so shots. They knew what they were shooting every yeah. day. But I think it's the best looking. I'm not gonna best shot that. one. Yeah, yeah, I think yeah. so too. Because yeah, Temple yeah. of Doom feels the most on a set, which because mm-hmm. it almost entirely yes. was. Mm-hmm. And I'm not a huge fan of um, Janusz Kaminski, other than like with Saving Private Ryan. But mm-hmm. that era of Spiel, the like second half of his entire career. Mm-hmm. When you get Kaminsky shooting Crystal Skull, you can really tell. And it's interesting in its own right, but it just doesn't look like an Indiana yeah. Jones movie. Yeah. I like it. it yeah, looking all lush and stuff. It's, yeah. it's so really there's pretty. a warmer light in it than there should be in uh, in Crystal Skull. Yeah, and it's it's cool. got that also that some of that desaturation. And right. He, he really works with the like auras and halos of mm-hmm. people, mm-hmm. which in itself is cool, but it just... I remember when I saw it, it felt so weird in this movie, you know? Didn't feel indie-ish. No, it didn't feel like a yeah. comic When was book. the last time you guys have seen that movie? Crystal oh, Skull. I not too long. Since, I've seen it a number of times. I haven't seen it since the theater. Really? I haven't seen I it since the theater. I don't hate the movie. I don't hate it. I, I saw it twice in the theater. It, so I've seen it twice. Yeah. But I'm kind of like looking forward to yeah. seeing it again. Yeah, I'm looking forward to talking about it. Because especially like, the first, maybe third, I think is pretty strong. No, I must have rewatched it like a few years later because I remember liking Mutt, Mutt more. Mutt's yeah. The best. yeah, yeah, he's not bad. Yeah, it's just the baggage you bring knowing Shia LaBeouf that makes it a little. <laughs> yeah, difficult. but like if you don't know Shia LaBeouf outside of uh, the work he does, he's quite a. Oh, I want Shia LaBeouf and Lindsay Lohan to be the Robert Downey Juniors of their generation. Oh, They're so talented. Yes. They just get their shit together. People would welcome them back and be yeah. so excited. Yeah. Uh, and they have the talent to do it. Hmm. Um, but uh, uh, so what happens after Kai? Oh, the, he gets thrown in the snake of Is there anything? Uh, well, the, first they go to the, the map room at Tannis. Right, right, and that is, segment with the sun coming down and the John Williams score, so good. Yeah, and you get so you get your first instance of Indiana Jones donning a disguise. Yes, yes. it's also the first time because we saw it on the big screen. I had never noticed on the model on the floor. Mm-hmm. There's like red writing on one of the buildings that's like I can't remember what it says, but like nicht here, like it's some, been vandalized. I right? thought it was like a German saying, like, it's not here. Like, we've dug here. Oh. It says something like that. But maybe I'm wrong. I don't no, know. No, I think it is Nazi written yeah. on the, yeah. And it seems like some sort of desecration and yeah. whatever they're writing. Or maybe it's a yeah. dig here. Oh, wait. Well, how would they? It said something like nicht, like not here. Uh, it felt like. So like, they must have dug there and it wasn't Well, because they were already uh, digging because they already had totes half of the. Right. The staff of raw headpiece. Yeah. 
Also, if you're watching that for the first, you know, and you don't know anything about Temple of Doom being a uh, a, a, a prequel. prequel, and why would Indy have skepticism about you know weird shit happening? It is just a cool moment too. If you're watching Raiders, you see in his eyes just like he's starting to like. Yeah. Flip out. Yeah. He's like, this shit is cool. Yeah. He gets a little uh, like a uh, zealot look in his face. That, And then they've set up, how did they have the headpiece for so long? And then you finally see Tote come up and Heil right. Hitler. Right. And it's such a perfect reveal of a Heil yes. Hitler and the reveal that that's how they have it. You also saw that happen and no one puts it together until you see it. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And, so the, and then the monkey doing the little high yes. Hitler thing too as a way to <laughs> connect those bad that guys. That very the stupid. I enjoyed that. I know. The I know. Like, oh my God. We yeah. should, with all of these movies, with Raiders particularly, take a moment to be like, there was always some stupid shit. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah, there was course. the monkey giving the Nazis and all. If it had happened to Crystal Skull, you would have been so down on it. But that's uh, yeah. true, <laughs> I guess. But I remember that cracked up the theater when I yeah. saw it. When yeah. he gets his. He sure little did. poison. Yeah. It's a she. Bad day. They call her a she. Oh. So this this like Axis Sally of a monkey that's like a traitor. And, yeah. Yeah. My brain kind of does a weird mix of the when he's in that hole versus when he's in the other hole of the snakes the and when he gets room of Tannis versus the well of souls. Yeah. 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 I mean, I know that they're the well of souls. I'm, 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 every time I watch it, I'm like, where's that light coming from? Yes. You mean when, when it they gets, close it and there's light. I guess it's not the torches. It's not the torches. Well, also when he and Sala pull up the arc out of that sarcophagus or whatever, it's yeah. just beaming light. And I guess that's, well, God. that's God. But is God giving two <laughs> men the strength to lift that like stone lid off that yeah. thing? That is, it's the same thing that's in uh, Marsalis Wallace's briefcase. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> before they go in there, somebody pointed out, I had never noticed this. And then I went back and I was like, oh, it's true that when they're start to dig, you can see behind that, way far behind them, the uh, Nazi plane that later will be oh, where they have really? the oh, fist right. fight. And so if you do kind of like the geography, you're like, oh, the well, they go down there through there and then yeah. pop out at the bottom there. And stuff. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. it's all real. Like that have whole you, area was built. You have know? either of you seen the stunt spectacular in Disney World? Oh, yes. Are you kidding me? It's the it's the greatest thing. The oh, plane my- is... The plane's there. My dad yeah. recorded it oh. on the VHS camera, and oh it's better than any any Indiana Jones movie. Uh, if you're going to put a tape on, I need amazing. to take a quick digression because uh, Matt, you may not know about this, but I often talk about this stuntman at Universal Studios that I'm enamored with, mm-hmm. named Bob Rochelle. He was in the Old West stunt show. Okay, so someone sent me new footage of Bob Rochelle just being interviewed. And that in itself is glorious. But then I realized this was an hour-long program, and here's what the show is. It's called Young Kid Time. It's an Australian singer-dancer show. Uh-huh. And this episode just starts with these kids waking up, and they're on a plane, and they're going to Universal Studios Hollywood. The whole hour-long thing is them going on the tour and they'll see some kid like watching the Miami Vice stunt show and dreaming, I wish I could sing on that. And then they (laughs) cut to these kids doing song and dances. Then they go in the Battlestar Galactica ride and this girl goes, oh, she dreams and she sings and she sings about how like, I love a man who's a robot. Like you got like a, like a robot's the only man for me. Oh and then they do a country song and dance on the Wild West show. Then this they go to the Conan awesome. Conan one and sing the song from uh, Thunderdome. We don't need another hero. Oh my god! Oh my 
I'll, I'll try to remember to post that link this in the guy, show notes. So the, whoever sent that to me, it's a gold mine. One of the stand-ins on Goldberg's Tommy. He was a universal stuntman. Who? Tommy. I don't even know what his last name is. But he was, sorta. He has he has a Conan jacket. Wait. Fr- crew jacket. Could, could you still talk to him? I yeah. need to know if he knows Bob Rochelle. Okay. I need you to. You have to look. I will. Uh, that I will Jake you, you were reaching for your phone. I will make that. Do it now. I can make that happen. Do it now. Just for the listeners, Gorley in his eye has the same look that uh, Jake Gyllenhaal has in the last scenes of Zodiac. <laughs> I thought you were going to say it that Harrison Ford has in the map room. <laughs> You're seeing the but glorious that's the same, Tannis. And I always thought that his, whenever he, like he had it on one day, we were like out and it was freezing and he had this Conan the oh Barbarian stunt show jacket. And I was like, that's the best jacket I've ever seen. Very How old is he? He's probably mid fifties. What's his last name? Tom is his name. Yeah, I'll find it. I can find it in my Schwarzenegger. I wonder if a little bit of nepotism there. (laughs) Tom Rochelle. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Well, I feel pressure in my bladder. Do we want to do a situation where the two of you keep talking and I adjourn and then come back? Sure. And, okay. You're not you're not on pins and needles and finding out what this guy's name is? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's not what I was... Yeah, it's, uh, Tom, um... I'm so curious. Tom, uh, I'm sure the... I was going to say that. I'm sure the listeners are riveted by this. Guys, you're going to find Tommy out. Or from Friday the Thirteenth, Part Four. Uh, Tom, this is hilarious. Am I like in my sent email? Because I, oh, I'm thinking of John Casino. That's a stuntman there. Tom. Um. Now it's I've really railroaded this podcast. I apologize to all the listeners as Matt looks in his phone and Paul goes pee. I'm left realizing I've screwed myself into editing. <laughs> I'm an immense amount. I think that this is important. This is a gonna be quite a long podcast. Yeah, we're an hour and fifty six in. We should oh, probably exactly not as long as I thought. Really? Yeah. You don't have to find it now. It's I, okay. I want to find it for you. I mean, also Paul's not here, so yeah should get your daughter on the show has she been on the podcast uh maybe henry recorded many a podcast before he could talk glenn come here hi Hi. come here do you want to meet matt look hi who's that hi that's matt you want me i'm dada Oh my god. Hello, mommy. I am just over the moon to be in a home again and see this young, this young, this beautiful little Matt's baby. Matt's first podcast in person since 2020. Yeah, I've been zooming everything. Why wouldn't you? Right? Except for like something special. Yeah, but then I was like, when, hi, are you going to be on the show? Are you going to talk into the microphone? Can you say hi, Matt? Can you sing Sunny Day? No? How about? Let it go, let it go. How about, um, uh, come on, feel the noise. <laughs> no, okay, we're gonna get back to it. Okay. Oh my god, bye, girls. She's so adorable. We all love you. So adorable. Good to see you too. Thank yeah. you, listeners, for uh, indulging. Us. Indulging. I mean, that is pure indulgence. 
Oh, what time is it? Okay, we'll be done. Yeah, oh, probably about half hour. If we're not. Oh. Mama. Nice. Dada. Oh. <laughs> she wants the podcast. Oh, no. It's in She's her blood. She's got the gene. It's in her blood. Oh, no. I love you. Mama. <laughs> she wants me to. I want to do Sorry, my kiddo. own version of You Must Remember This. <laughs> Carolina Longwood is our inspiration. <laughs> All right, Matt. I'm not going to force you to look any deeper. I mean, look, I'm, I'm, just, I'm just trying to get back on the Wi-Fi here. You seem to have changed it, apparently. Oh, maybe. Um, okay. Let's, snake, snakes. Snake, snake. What were you going to... What was another part that... Uh, no, I think we're in the well of souls at this point. Yeah. The famous line, asps, very dangerous. You go first. Yeah. yeah. And I realized that was right next to snakes. Why did it have to be snakes? Yes. Snakes, why did it have to be snakes? Yeah. Abs, you go. I was like, Ooh, shit, this yeah. is like a gold mine here. Yeah. Uh, and then, yeah, love uh, how they get out. Love the like scaring your sister part of just that, like she goes into a tube of bubbies and gets like, <laughs> like it's such a funny. When they're lifting, it has a scary moment. It's yeah. scary they're lifting too. the arc. It made me really miss the great movie ride also. Oh, in yeah. Because yes. yeah. that scene was in there. And depending That's on right. which train you got on, that would be where your tour guide came back. Oh, really? <laughs> oh, <laughs> I love it. Where'd you get that? Him. <laughs> and then they come out. And when they come out, you see that little guy who's against, he's laying against the wall of the hole they come out and it's a deleted moment where it's a joke where oh, yeah. he's standing there. It sounds funny. The, the cube gets pushed out and Indy and Marion are there and the guy thinks because they were in that tomb mm. they're like zombies or something. Oh, so he like passes right. out. Oh God. <laughs> One uh, thing so I love. he's knocked out in the back there. I love that the certain seams you can see in this movie are actually to its like <gasps> It's benefit. So when they push that big brick out and it falls to the ground, it falls out of frame, makes a huge like thump noise, but right. you can see the shadow of it and it bounces. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's a, uh, that I was like, so Oh, that, awesome. so you're, you're pushing a stone that has been in place for two and a half thousand years. Yeah. No and problem. You're just like, <laughs> no problem. If he has all this super strength, why isn't he just like, I mean, you know, well, I saw a cool, um, uh, uh, um, uh, learning is a YouTube qualitative learning. I don't know how to pronounce it mm -hmm. is a YouTube channel. That is sounds like my, you need to do some qualitative learning <laughs> is one of my very favorites. He is, one of the OG film analysis, his stuff on The Shining is the text that everybody uses to read The Shining. Oh, He's wow. not in Room 237. He said he didn't want to be. Wow. Uh, so he did a whole video. I didn't either. <laughs> yeah. I did, but they didn't ask. <laughs> uh, he he has this whole thing about Raiders being that, starting with him opening up the book to the right page, you could read the movie as, and I don't usually love this sort of stuff. Like Cameron doesn't actually exist in Ferris Bueller, oh, you know? yeah. mm. but it's that the arc does have God's power with it. 
it doesn't want it to go to the Nazis. It can't outright do things, right. but it's going to help Indy along uh, the way yeah, and yeah, give I'd him some that. extra power when he needs it to do the thing. And yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like God is on Indy's side. I mean, it's truly, obviously supernatural. The, like right. God is, God exists in this movie Canonically, world. yes. Yeah. It can burn a, a swastika in a box. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so then we're on to the horse and buggy chase. The horse chase is amazing. It's yeah. Although the, it is very funny when they switch to that wide shot overhead of Indy running out on the horse through the crowd and the hat suddenly is floppy. <laughs> yeah, to cover his face. Floppy yeah. Hat. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Suddenly like, <laughs> what will you do? I don't know. I'm making this up as I go along. <laughs> yeah, the, the the fist fight into the horse jumping onto the truck, it's all still, that stuff is. still has tension. To yeah. It. It's still, even after knowing how this thing goes and having seen it so many times, you're watching yeah. it on the big screen with the sound and everything yeah. and the music. It's just like, everything's like, oh. God, what's going to happen? How's he going to get out of this? And the relentlessness, and it repeats the way he does the same thing to the guy that he did to him. Yes. And he gets shot in the arm, perfect squib. Also, like, what are we talking about? (laughs) It is good guy, That guy back there, like, what's his deal? Do you think he's like, he was like the unit commander and just didn't want to have to get out there and yeah, do that because those goes, soldiers are up. ancient yeah. they're like oh, 65 yeah. year old yeah, dudes because they're old trip. Hollywood there, stuntmen there is like a there's there's a couple beats where Nazi he youth. gets his own story you know yeah. what I mean yeah uh-huh. and he's like oh fuck I guess yeah. I gotta go do That's, this yeah wait there's he's two like, major things we haven't even talked about first Paul of all Hogan the, fa- the famous story of the Cairo swordsman and Indy like having dysentery that day so they had a big fight choreographed and they he it's a little him. disgust that the swordsman actually had diarrhea and was vomiting. But he was willing to go through with it. Yep, yep. <laughs> yeah. He was like, Harrison, you He didn't even wuss. have a beard. He was vomiting hair. <laughs> and then the uh, we even talk about the, the plane fight with the bald crushing yes. German. Yes. Yeah. We were starting to get there when I brought up the stunt spectacular and then that oh, sort of derailed us all. Oh, I no, got so excited about the horse yeah. and buggy. When you saw the plane on the stunt show, how yeah. is that done? Like, so they're having the fist fight and it blows up. They're having the fist fight, uh, dodging the, the, Oh, I remember the sound cues are there. The big punches come over the speakers yes. when they're fighting. And I'm trying to remember the, how the plane, it's something ga- the gas thing gets knocked down in the stunt spectacular. And then the plane, the plane blows up as they're running from it. Uh-huh. I don't remember what happens. Yeah, to the ball no, the plane blows up though. I, yeah, yeah, I just yeah, love yeah. that stunt show is still grandfathered into the era of every stunt show has to have the fourth wall broken. So they have to be making a movie or have a character that plays the stage manager sure. that comes out and goes and cut. Now in a really Hollywood action spectacular, <laughs> this would happen now. Uh, yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. So there's they a guy a playing back. a director who's wearing oh like a safari God, yes. vest and yes. sits on a crane. and Yeah, and they yeah. have that like whole, the whole, uh, they have that spiel of like, oh, that was a real good take, John. How do you feel? Uh, and he's like, great, ready to go again. Yes. Yeah. Who are these people? Yes. <laughs> why Why are, is there a bleacher full of audience on our, our shoot? today why are there a bunch of ugly kids <laughs> and with their always, shitty shorts and 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 the ad that is our con- that conveys the first ad usually is the one who's talking to the audience yeah. and it always has a name like jamie 
that could be a boy or a girl. Oh, right. That they, Myra, they, you are the best <laughs> knowing that. Yep. I'm Jamie, the first AD. Hey, I saw a hey, Jamie, female Jamie last week, last summer when I came Very Suspicious. My favorite, uh, that airplane fist fight scene, I think has my favorite comic uh, moment in the Raiders is when that guy comes out and he's like, okay, Indy, I'm going to fight you. And you see Indiana does be like, okay, just yeah, like, like give me on. a moment yeah, and I'll get up and I'll fight you. you like, believe it. Like you could get away with that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Also when he, his knees buckle when he gets hit the first time and he does like a comic kind of like, whoa, yes. Whoa, whoa. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, we got Frank Marshall in the cockpit, the producer. Yeah. Oh, that's Frank Marshall. Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, um, uh, it's a cool. Yeah, and then it feels like a real. What happens in that with the with the he gets killed by his own bullet, right? She, yeah, she uses those blocks yeah. at some point to conk him out, and then a bullet ricochets yeah, 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 through yeah, the yeah, cabin yeah. and kills. Or am I thinking of Last Crusade what with the bullet? Thank you. Yeah, the guy who's doing oh, the, tank the tank and gets all shot up yeah. and it ricochets. You. But it's, he's the same you. guy. He's doing the same thing. Thank yeah. you. Um, but when it's the same point in Doom when they go from tunnel the train track to the bridge, where I go, whoa. This is an any. This is like no other action movie. It's the same when they go from the fist fight plane thing to the truck chase. Yeah, is like most action movies don't do this. Yes, where usually you go okay, action sequence, boring part. Action yeah. sequence, boring part. Right. Action. But when you're a kid, it's like two pieces of candy and in a row. this movie was going to have the mine car chase originally that is in Temple of Doom. Out of the uh, tomb that they're in, right? Yeah, I'm yes, sure yes. Oh, yeah. God. Yeah. That would have oh, added yeah. so much to the budget. Yeah. Oh, they were going to, yeah, it was the track that they used to deliver the art to the Nazi vehicles. They were going to use like the shoot okay. yeah, 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 wow. to get it out of there and then they used that to... Um, but uh, yeah, that little... Look, him, him, him hanging underneath that car... Underneath the truck, rather, yeah. is still, yeah, incredible. And holding that car emblem, yeah. and stuff. Um, oh, I didn't explain. We you brought it up at the very beginning that, uh, so we bought our back got our tickets for the movie, and then my in laws who are visiting <laughs> yeah. my my wife's mom and her husband, uh, they're visiting for a month. Uh, it is so great having them here, especially with our grand their right. granddaughter. Uh, it's really a special time and. We're talking. I'm like, oh, I'm going to go see uh, Raiders because we were watching Close Encounters. I was like, oh, oh I'm wow. going to actually see Raiders uh, in a couple of days. And they're like, well, that sounds fun. And so they bought tickets <laughs> yeah. and they were by chance in the exact it's, same row as us. Yeah, it's, it's adorable. It's amazing. Uh, it's really terrific. Uh, but what reminded me of that just now was when the movie ended, they both had such a light in their eyes about that truck chase. Oh, it's my God. still like so cool. And, uh, also, Leslie, um, uh, my wife, uh, she's Jewish, and her mom and her mom's uh, husband is. And there is a particular, uh, and you know, as being the husband of a Jewish woman and the Been father, there. father, father, of, there. father of a Jewish daughter, Preach, brother, father of a Jewish daughter. <laughs> there, in these times, in these white nationalist uh -huh. times, there is our true fucking joy to yeah. see Indiana Jones oh, punch punching. the shit oh. out of the faces yeah. of Nazis. Yeah. Not just melting them, but like punching them over and over is real sad. With that punching sound effect it's of all really things. really something. Yeah. But also, you know, uh, I wasn't like necessarily like physically 
or emotionally bullied growing up. But I think there's a huge kick to that movie of just like anybody who feels small feeling bigger than the big guy. There's yeah. some point in that movie where yeah. it starts with him getting chased by a big boulder and he's so tiny. Yeah. But by the end, he's just like punching bald guys. You feel so... Uh, I, I've joked before. I'm like, I wasn't into sports or comic books. So I never had this strong man fixation that boys must have where they either have to be a jock or a superhero. But I was like, oh, wait, no. Indiana Jones is my favorite thing. Clearly, I love Strongman. <laughs> yeah. Like, that wish fulfillment. The Nazis are the best villains. And I think, do you think that the Dial of Destiny, which I know the Nazis are the villains in that, even though it's 69. Oh, I didn't know that. Do you think that was sort of like the starting point? You don't point? think Nazis 69? Oh, my God. No, I, I know they didn't. They had sex in Nine. They 69. Neunzig und Sext. Um, but versus the thuggies and doom and the yeah, uh, but I think this time they probably went like we've learned our lesson: Temple of Doom, Crystal Skull, communist, know. right? The what was it? Russian got, communist. Yeah, we yeah. got to get back to Nazis. How do we do it? And I don't know what the the flashback element of it is, but I know that the 1969 Nazi thing actually I think works pretty well. Yeah, what uh, I know of it. There's a dial, uh, and it's of destiny. Yes, <laughs> I believe also that. time. I like I'm that aware. the odd numbered ones have Nazis in them, I and know. the even numbers have not. And they're Nazis. The, probably the better films. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, when I saw it in college, it had been a long time since I had watched Raiders, and whatever I, whatever sophisticated moral code I had built up by that point since I had last seen Raiders, I remember being like, "Honey, it's killing a lot of people." Oh, they're Nazis, and that's like what everybody <laughs> yeah, does when yeah. they watch the movie. It's the best thing on earth. You can yeah, just go, "They're oh, it's inhuman." Okay. They're Nazis. <laughs> it's well, okay. Nazis they're not human. Uh, uh, you know at uh, Disney World they have. They they used to have the swastika on the plane, and now they've paint they painted over oh, that. That's right, yeah. It's like just it's just red. Mickey now. Mouse's yeah. head. It's just Mickey uh, Mouse's I know. Head. Yeah. It's Mouse M A U S. I mean, he's black, white, and red color. <laughs> uh, hey, so is Coca Cola and the white stripes, and they're Nazis. all products of Nazis. Yeah, yeah. guys, just it's marketing, okay? <laughs> so well, then, yeah, after that, then the is that the when boat, the we're on the boat? It is wild that um again flying in the face of convention. That is the big action sequence for the rest of the movie then is the truck chase. After yeah. that, it is boat uh, and then getting to the final uh, yeah. boat, ghosts. boat, boat ghosts. ghosts. The, um, the little scene between Indy and Marion in the stateroom of the boat is really great though like it's not the it's not the years it's oh the mileage God. and just the, the mm. mirror thing and the here, here. Yeah, yeah. By the way, in, yeah, my, right. in my mind that that boat captain is Kananga's dad. I know, because what's his name? <laughs> it's awesome. something, it's like something very close very to that. Very similar, That's yeah. Awesome. It's very close to that. Yeah. Um and he's he, like, because I feel like I feel like Kananga's dad was a was a good person, but then right. something happened with Kananga where <laughs> yeah, he like decided. Well, he to be, was too spoiled. Yeah, because I feel like yeah. Like, you know, you naturally think, oh, is it Quarrel? Because Quarrel also had a boat. Like, yeah. No, it's not Quarrel. Because <laughs> Quarrel was like yeah. Quarrel's like just like living in the fucking Jamaica, having a great time. I also love that Saul is just singing Gilbert and Sullivan songs. Too. That That's, is yeah. very, f I never, I did not remember that. A British this song is a soaring song. Listen to these baritones here. My <laughs> two tenors. The mountain bird. <laughs> um, then we got the submarine. I found him where? There. 
weirdest <laughs> delivery. Um, oh, that scene when they're in the room together, though. Yeah. The, um, like, I thought, it, I was thinking about it after we watched Raiders. I was like, if my favorite action sequence is the bar shootout. Mm-hmm. And my favorite funny moment is when he has to get up and fight the guy again. Mm-hmm. My favorite, not just romance moment, but I think just favorite scene in Raiders is that scene between it's the two so of them. Good, it's yeah. really so sweet, well-written, and oh my gosh, it, uh, you, you'd be so cold-hearted to watch that scene and not be affected you, in some impossible. way. You're you're probably a Nazi if you're uh, affected by that. So we received the first be- cut. He pointed at his dick. <laughs> oh, jeez, <laughs> It hurts right here. Marsha Lucas was like, come on, guys, yes. grow up. Uh, but the, the people uh, next to me was like a dad who obviously loved Indiana Jones and brought, and the mom too loved Indiana Jones. Then they brought their kids to watch Raiders. So I got to have that experience with uh, their sitting next uh, to me the whole time. Awesome. And they were... Once it started getting going and like the 20 minute mark, I could see these kids were hooked. I was like, God, it's so awesome. It still, it still holds works. its power. Yeah. yeah. But uh, with that, I don't know if you heard it when he went, it's not the ears, it's the wild. Yeah. I heard a little next to me. <laughs> oh, that's right. I did hear and that. The, the dad being like, what? It, wasn't, kid, like, it wasn't someone doing it with their mouth. Either. No, was, a kid farted. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's his little, but it was like pure film criticism that, where he did it on purpose. Is, like that when, is tremendous. Yeah, when they switch baskets. Yeah. I don't think so. We looked out at Janet Maslin <laughs> making a critique. Um, but yes, then after that, then the the submarine um, and then the uh, punching the guy, the hat flipping up. In yeah, his hand. also when they say, where is he? He's there and you see him kind of salute when he's running over the top of the sub. I love that. Yes. Uh, what were you saying about the weird line delivery? Uh, uh, just, I found him. Where? There. It's just very stilted, that whole little exchange. You know? Yes. Yeah, you're right. It's because like, he's also staring that same place. He's not like he changes his viewpoint. It's, it's either he's looking at him or he's not. It's like that we'll come back with the dogs guy in Dr. No. Yeah. We'll go yeah. back with the dogs. Yeah. That doesn't yeah. really match anything that's happening. Could be the here. same, <laughs> like, same guy. Why are you delivering it like that? <laughs> same guy, maybe. It's his father. Uh, the, yeah. And then we have the opening of the arc uh, with some dated but wonderful special effects. So you have the kind of like the dye in a tank to create the clouds and yes. then the swirling lights. The um, actors were all wired with those lights mm. in their suits. Mm-hmm. And I love poltergeist. Things. And this yeah. is all like poltergeist. Very poltergeist. Yeah. yeah. And then ILM, early 80s, yeah. paranormal stuff. And is. the ghost turning to the like ghoul. And then, of course, the head exploding and the face melting yeah. with the famous wax head. Right. Um, so they shot one frame a second. Is that right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. whoa. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. So um, put a heat lamp on it, shot yeah. it one frame a second. Yeah. And then with uh Bala's uh with uh, the head exploding, uh-huh. that yeah. was gonna get them an R rating. Right. And they had to put that's why they put the there's like a yeah, there's like a light front, over that, yeah, like yeah. a foggy cloud thing yeah. over that. That yeah. they did that and then the MPA is like, Yeah, okay. Right. <laughs> and what's, odd, uh, yeah. What happens to what's the other Nazi's name? Fritz? Is that he gets is? he deflates. He shrinks. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. The like, like Ed Bagley Jr. looking guy. Yes. Yes. Because yes. yeah. yeah. that was a that was a thing they built and then just 
sucked the air okay, out of it. Okay, yeah. It's so funny how they all get different. Like, why wouldn't they all melt or explode? Maybe but, it's based on your childhood. Yeah, is, whatever so, your yeah. worst fear was. How much yeah. you believe or don't believe. <laughs> yeah. you know? I mean, it is like the best end to a killing bad guys scene in any movie. Like, if every movie ended with the bad guy opening up a box that melts his face, you're like, hey, that's an A-plus movie. Yeah. And they go from such a huge climax to... And we got this thing to, we're just going to put it in the warehouse is the biggest fuck you. That is so good. Yeah. And an amazing matte painting. It's so that's the seventies movie part. Yeah, of it, I exactly. Think, is yeah. like, you can almost compare the each ending. Yeah. Cause fortunate to glory. the vibe. Cause the second one, Temple of doom is full on short round riding an elephant surrounded by children. And he's dipping Kate Capshaw. The village has come back to life. It's and all colorful. It's yeah. all, it yeah. looks like the 1984 Olympics. Yeah. <laughs> and then 1989 is the riding off in the sunset. Yeah. And this is such a cynical Phil Kaufman sort of ending. I'm just yeah. like, uh, Hey, uh, they're gonna, the good things are never going to come to you. Yeah. So, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but the, um, uh, uh, when they're melting and stuff, uh, and then, yeah, the, the not looking, what was I going to say? Oh, 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 with the head exploding, um, you know, the temple of doom was like, after that, they had to come up with PG 13, that and gremlins because they were too like, Spielberg movies, people came trusting the Spielberg brand, expecting yeah. E.T. and they got something else. And I'm like, you saw Poltergeist yeah. and Jaws, right? <laughs> like, this good, you know, yeah. it's not always cuddly. Jaws is PG too. That's yeah, so yeah. yeah. Uh, um, and uh, and the first Raiders is pretty intense. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but, you know, the MPAA is a self uh, self-governed arm. It's not the U S government, right. it's the own industries. And so I love it. Their spectrum on what is correct and okay is entirely based on, is this person making money for yeah. like, let's, Hey, if they're making lots of money for the studios, let's not get in the way of that. Yeah. So you have like David Cronenberg making scanners a guy heads blows up and it's like you're gonna get an x yeah. if you don't tone this shit down you david cronenberg and then it's like hey this guy uh he's pretty cool and yeah. we're all really happy with hey, his could movies you just like put a little fog in front of yeah, him yeah 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 That's great yeah. pg <laughs> <laughs> well any last thoughts uh, i have to watch my daughter so we should probably wrap it up i apologize Ooh. about that sounds like that could be uh, a line in dial of destiny I hope so. I have to watch my daughter, my sister. I have to watch my daughter put on the hat and the coat <laughs> and whip all you, all you people who don't like the woke things. How do we rate this thing? Three Shankara stones out of um, five indie movies. How do you? I mean, do we? Is this? Is this? If it's if it's in the franchise, I feel like we can just go on zero to double O to double O seven. Okay, yeah. yes, that makes I mean, sense. Well, that is perfect. I love that. Keep well, it there. I'm easy on this. I'm. Yeah. How do I go higher than a seven? I'm a seven. You can't double yeah. O seven for me as well. License yeah. to kill. Yeah, double O seven for me. That's a double O twenty one between all of us. Wow. wow Blackjack. Yeah. Will anything beat it? I don't know. I don't think so. I don't think so. We'll see. Dial of Destiny Dial could be Destiny. amazing. Look, look, here's what I'll say about that. Mango. Uh, first of all. Everybody involved, like Phoebe Waller-Bridge, I think is brilliant. Mangold 
after Logan, I'm like, you can do whatever yeah. you want. Mm-hmm. Mads like, Mickelson? This is, yes. The Chief? Come on. Oh, I, I'm not, in my franchise. heart is open to it being good. Yeah. I don't think it'll necessarily, I'm not expecting it to be bad. I was just saying it's different. It's, I, I can't oh, yeah, say it's, it's not, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah, just, yeah. it's, it's, it's one of these is not like the other. Yeah. And it's yeah. mostly because of the people behind the scenes not being the same. But, I have a hunch. Crystal gonna, Skull's already been not like the other, so it can't be worse. I, I have a hunch I might like it more than Crystal Skull. I think the thing I, I'm I prepping think myself that's for. That's probably going to be the My case. My hunch is I'm going to like it more than Temple of Doom. Damn, really? I love that heart. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I love yeah. that. We'll see. Well, we'll find out more. We'll be back for with Temple of Doom sometime in a month or Indiana so. Indiana Jonesing will return. <laughs> yes. And, and please, please look. When uh, uh, Indy goes and grabs the stones. And he salutes the uh, the snake. Does that snake move? Look Ooh. out! Look, that's a rusty. Watch out for this. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see you next time. Need new glasses or want a fresh new style? Warby Parker has you covered. Glasses start at just 95 bucks, including anti-reflective, scratch-resistant prescription lenses that block 100% of UV rays. Every frame's designed in-house, with a huge selection of styles for every face shape. And with Warby Parker's free home try-on program, you can order five pairs to try at home for free. Shipping is free both ways, too. Go to warbyparker.com covered to try five pairs of frames at home for free. Warbyparker.com covered. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com.